Ring, 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 ring. Hello, this is Kelly. Who's this? The entire cats of X-Men Apocalypse. Oh my god, what are you guys up to? Phoning it in. And welcome, everybody, to the newest edition, volume, episode, whatever you want to call it, of Ian Hates Movies. My name is Ian. And I'm Kelly. And I am back from Ireland. Ireland? Is that how you say it? Somewhere that around That sounds there. about right, yeah. Yep. I was uh, doing the recreation of Leap Year. It went, uh, I don't want to ruin things, but it went very well. And I might have more coming, because as we know in the movie, it doesn't end in Ireland it ends later on when she goes back to Ireland. And there might be a twist. There might be an M. Light Shyamalan twist. Kelly, if you're laughing, you got to laugh in the mic. You got to let her. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Did you enjoy? Did you enjoy it my chronicling of the trip? Magical. Yeah. Thank you. I was trying something new. I mean, I thought it worked with the podcast and everything since we did Leap Year, you know. And to be honest, after watching this shit movie that we're about to talk about, uh, uh, I would almost prefer watching Leap Year. Like it's, cl- ooh, it's that is hard. It's close. It's it's very close. Uh, and I mean, obviously, in our little skit at the beginning of the show, uh, everyone hopefully knows, and probably from the promotion too that we did, that we are going to be talking about X Men Apocalypse today. Uh, yeah. Are you okay there, Kelly? I saw you. I'm, what? I'm, I'm good. <laughs> Allergies. Yep. Yep. So yes, Kelly is uh, joining me. Are you in Florida right now? Or are you somewhere else? I am in Florida currently. So she's wearing her her nice X Men shirt, her Xavier Institute for. Yep. There we go. The I gifted. forgot the gifted. Yep. I forgot which one they because don't, don't they use a couple different ones? Yes. Yeah. Every so. time they blow it up, they I think they give a little different tagline. And at least Deadpool got to use a funny line because I don't remember there being many funny lines in this movie. <laughs> Well, they weren't intentionally funny. <laughs> no, I think most of the most of the Professor X basically saying that he could take the memories out of women got in unintentional laughs multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah, like hey, remember I had sex with you, but you don't remember that, so this is fun for everyone apparently. Well, that and he's a creeper because he can put on um his cerebro. Yep, and. Check people out if he wants to. Yeah, that's a weird power. It is. Uh, you, you think that <laughs> which everyone would use. Well, you think that Professor X has like a lot more better qualities than a normal human? No, because no, no, no. Because in um, first class, they already set it up that he's kind of like a ladies man. Yeah, he's all about Moira in this. Woo! That's for sure. Yeah. <sighs> so okay, so we we talk, We'll talk more about that for sure. But like I said, we're doing X-Men Apocalypse. So let's at least... You, did you see the tagline? Well, according to IMDb, there's like five. So... Go ahead. Which, which one are you talking about? <laughs> I had um, only the strong will survive. And then I put dot, 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 not falling asleep, question mark. Uh, but I don't think that was really the tagline. So <laughs> I'll yield to you. Okay, so there was defend, there was destroy, depending on the poster. Right. There was also prepare for the apocalypse, and there was another one that I'm blanking on. Besides only the strong will survive, there was still another one? Yeah, there was five. Holy fuck. I mean, why not Why not put some of that into acting, directing, writing, CGI, like any of those things, maybe? 
Well, I mean, you could be fine. So here's another one. I'm fine with that. Or I'm fine with Wolverine's in this one. Yeah, who who was so surprised at that part, right? That was amazing. Yeah, spoiler alert, everyone who's he had new. He the best acting in that movie. Are you kidding me? By far. Actually, yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. That's sad. That's hey, really fucking sad. This is another one of those you always want to do the cameo because you're on set for a day and you still get a crap ton of money. This is always the goal, people. Oh, yeah. Like, I I hold nothing against Hugh Jackman for doing this. That's for sure. No. But I... I hold it against Brian Singer for doing it. Like, he's he's the one that should not have made this movie the way that it was made. And I remember remember when everyone was like, oh man, Brian Singer, we need him back for X-Men because he really knows the vision of all of this and everything. Yeah, that really shit the bed, didn't it? Yeah. Well, I mean, Fox is just trying to keep rebooting it so then that way he they can uh, retain it. That's all. Yeah, I guess. I mean, uh, with all the politics aside, I, I'm just I'm very disappointed in this movie, as people can probably tell already. Let's say so it's a 7.5 out of 10 on IMDb, a 47% on Rotten Tomatoes, and a 52% on Metacritic. So basically, go ahead. It's gone up when it's at 48 now. On on Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah. How did it go up? <laughs> like, I'm I'm very shocked that this movie is, is is rated as high as it is and i'm an well, x-men fan jump up well yeah eh, it's filler yeah i i mean i didn't people know from the last couple podcasts we've talked about possibly doing this movie not as a guarantee that we were going to do it uh but i was worried about it because started to see more of the trailers uh started to see the first numbers coming in because i think this movie was was released a week or so before uh in the in europe and yes. so a lot more people saw it before American audiences did, and it wasn't looking good. No, the only way that it's it, okay, so it has made its budget back. Its budget was 178 million opening, and domestically it only made 65, and then current domestic is 116. But oh. thanks to China's opening, uh, it's currently at 281 million. So right. China's the one who put them over. Yeah, they'll definitely. I mean, they they probably won't make as much money as the last two. I would assume. Yeah. No. And it makes sense because the last two movies, even though they weren't great, they were far, far superior to this movie. Yeah. You don't think so? Uh, but this particular vein doesn't do anything for me. All the prequel, all the, like, oh. all the, like this, and the casting's kind of like, okay. Like, eh. Yeah, I got you. Well, so, I mean, I guess we haven't really talked that much about the movie before because we like to jump into this and, and be a little spontaneous, but you did not enjoy this movie then? It's a throwaway for me. I didn't hate it. Um, it was very predictable. Uh, probably the most annoying thing for me, which was a little surprising for their pure budget, is the CGI was really, really, really bad. Yeah. Really bad. No, I totally and agree. Way overly done. Like, you guys literally CGI'd all your fight scenes. Like, I know some of these actors can't actually do fight scenes. I've yeah. seen them do them. So why didn't you just have them do fight scenes the cgi was especially awful for when uh, apocalypse was throwing around the professor as he was larger that was really bad yeah that was really bad too. i mean it was mostly a disaster movie too which was very no, yeah, strange because it, totally, it wasn't because uh, i kept waiting for it this almost turned into a fantastic four element for me i'm like you're giving me too much dialogue you haven't really shown me anything that i care about because even the opening scene when you meet apocalypse it's still not you don't care like, it's, it's it's just burial like it's it's I'm like, this is all, I'm watching History Channel. Like, this doesn't, 
No, I'm I'm with you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm totally, like, I, I'm, totally like I'm you. waiting for you guys to fight. Like I'm two hours into this movie yeah. and you haven't really given me anything. Some good '80s stuff, great pop culture references, random backgrounds, but there's still nothing like even the cage fight. I was like, this is kind of this is not a good cage fight. No, uh, you would think Angel would be a little bit better if he won ten fucking matches. You think he? And he, yeah. and he comes off like a whitey pussy. Like I'm not gonna lie, and I'm happy they didn't really give many lines. Yeah, well. We can, we'll definitely be talking about that because I did a little counting on, on lines. Uh, but, man, this movie... Now, I will. I have to preface this because I'm going to rip this movie apart. People, people know when I really, truly love a movie. I'm all about it. I mean, look back at Captain America uh, Civil War and Captain America Winter Soldier. Soldier. Uh, you know, we're going to put comic book movies in this category. I'm not saying yeah, like, yeah, yeah. regular, real movies and whatnot. No, 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 no. This, yeah. is, this is a different level. Just like Deadpool is in this category. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, Deadpool's yeah. up. Deadpool's way up there on the list. Yeah. Um, I will first off say right off the bat, this still was not as bad as Batman vs. Superman. I would watch this movie over Batman vs. Superman any day. There'd be no, absolutely no reason for me to watch that garbage any any time. Uh, I actually, I'd watch Leap Year over Batman vs. Superman any day. That's a guarantee. Like, I kind of joke about that with X-Men. But for Batman vs. Superman, I never want to see that trash, like, ever again. <laughs> ever, ever again. So wait, would you see Force Awakens over this? Over X-Men? Yes. No, no. I'd still watch. I'd still Damn watch X Men. Yeah, sorry, not gonna happen. I was even. I was even at the set. I was at the set of the new Star Wars in Ireland. So wait, Rogue or the last one? I don't know. Whichever one they're filming in Ireland, I don't know. It's gonna be in the new whatever the new Star Wars is. I, Rogue. But Rogue, they are doing reshoots, right? They're doing reshoots. Reshoots they because do reshoots. well, they do research. Ah, research. They do reshoots. Because they said that the tone is bad, like that the movie is bad, and I'm not surprised. Rogue One's gonna Shocking. suck. It's yeah. gonna be a horrible movie. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be awful. No, yeah, no so, one cares about the storyline at no, all. No, not at all. But uh, they're definitely they're definitely uh, shooting new. I think it's from the not the ne- not Rogue One, but the one after. I think I could okay, be. Okay, so that would be the next episode then, the episodic. Yeah. I believe so. So there, I. It seemed like where we were was kind of where you see Mark Hamill you, when you see Luke at the end. That's what it looked like. It's like on a huge cliff and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I should have sent you a cape just to do the pose and the turnaround. Good Instagram photo shot. I oh. took. I took photos for ins. Oh, by the way, it's Ian hates podcasts on on Instagram. Instagram. Just so, yeah, I started the Instagram account. Uh, so you, and I did take a couple star the, where the signs were. I I took pictures with the uh, Ian hates uh, business card on them. That counts. I think I think so that counts. So does the Jameson and the the barrel that we currently have. Apparently. Yes, yes. I have a very special bottle of Black Barrel Jameson that if you go to the Jameson Brewery, you can look up Ian hates and I wrote in their little book. So from forever and ever. Unless something <laughs> terrible happens, like uh, unless apocalypse comes back and right. millions upon millions of people die and the fucking places get turned to dust, apparently. I guess that's his power. Didn't know that. Uh, but yeah, it'll it'll still be there. Uh, but yeah, I just so I wanted to say to go back, I wanted to say that this is better than Batman v Superman. Also, did you hear that on the new Ultimate Edition of Batman Superman coming out on Blu-ray? There's another like 30 plus fucking minutes on an already too long movie 
So it's like the director's cut? Yeah, it's going to have Jenna Malone doing something in it, who I like. I like Jenna. I always like Jenna Malone from Donnie Darko. There's you know, no doubt about that. But I can't believe, like, all I can think, did they add more slow motion? Like, what else? The movie's already two hours of slow motion. Did that? Did they add that? Like, I don't get it. So you could not pay me. They, I was already paid to see Batman vs. Superman for the show. You couldn't pay me to watch that Blu-ray. <laughs> you just you couldn't do it. It's one of my all-time hated movies. That's it's just the way it is. So X-Men, I don't think I'd ever watch again. I don't think I'd ever watch X-Men Apocalypse again. But it was still better. And that's the whole point. It's still better than uh, Batman and Superman. Yeah, can't yeah. do it. And you haven't watched Batman and Superman, right? No. No, see? Wasting yeah, three hours. Yeah, why would you ever do that? So that's kind of... I care about none of the characters in this movie. None of the actors. I don't know. Well, that's kind of how I felt, unfortunately, about this movie. Because I, I was hoping for something more. I was hoping... I had the bar set low again. And I was like, oh, I'll just be able to step over this. This will be great. And instead, I just tripped and fell. I was like, no, I was fooled again. But I can thank Kelly for You're recommending. Welcome. Yep, thank Kelly. And thank Rose McGowan for making me go see this movie as well. <laughs> I Seriously? Awesome. As soon as she came out against the movie, I said, I'm definitely going to see this. So, uh, Kelly, do you know what the whole hoopla is about? Because you are the resident woman on the podcast. So I need to get yeah. your opinion on this. I get all the tweets. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> Uh, actually, you clued me into this particular one because I could give a shit. Um, well, I couldn't give a shit either, but it's still out there. So this is this is over a billboard, right? Yeah, it's the billboard where it happens in the third act, I guess, whatever. It was in the trailer, too. It was in the Super Bowl right. trailer, and no one seemed to care. But they made right. a billboard of Apocalypse choking Mystique. So. And Mystique is not Jennifer Lawrence's, you know, female bot she's mystique blue and yeah, red yeah. hair and yeah original and, form and apocalypse looks silly so it's apocalypse holding her choking her and that's and it says x-men apocalypse and it's a wasteland behind them of cairo i guess or wherever they were but that's the that's the billboard and that's where all the hoopla came from is from that billboard okay yeah i've but, seen more offensive billboards well i thought i had two but apparently not I, I have the statement here by Rose McGowan, if you want to hear it. Do you want to hear it? Oh, yes, please. All right. There is a major problem when the men and women at 20th Century Fox think casual violence against women is the way to market a film. There is no context in the ad, just a woman getting strangled. The fact that no one flagged this is an offensive and frankly stupid. The geniuses behind this, and I use that, bless you. Thank that, you. Bless you is not in this, just so you know. Uh <laughs> The geniuses behind this, and I use that term lightly, need to need to take a long, hard look at the mirror and see how they are contributing to society. <laughs> Imagine if it were a black man being strangled by a white man or a gay male being strangled by a hetero, question mark. The outcry would be enormous. So let's write this wrong. 20th Century Fox, since you can't manage to put any woman directors on your slate for the next two years, how about you at least replace your ad? Question mark. Now that's not even the end of this. So here's just the last part and we'll go back and pick this stupid thing apart. Wow. I'll close with a text my friend sent. A conversation with his daughter. It follows. My daughter and I were just having a deep discussion on the brutality of that hideous X-Men poster yesterday. Her words. Dad. Why is that monster man committing violence against a woman? 
This is from a nine-year-old. If she can see it, why can't Fox? And that's it. You've raised an asshole for a nine-year-old. Well, that's what I was about to say. I was like, so Rose. Because no nine-year-old yeah. talks like yeah, that. Yeah, no nine-year-old ever. talks like that at all. But then also what I was thinking was, so Rose McGowan, you have the mind of a nine-year-old. Clearly. Like, yeah, the intelligence of a nine-year-old and also if that father that sucks too you, you're exactly if that offends you then your life is miserable and i'm sorry but i hope you live in a bubble because everything will upset you <laughs> like you need to up your prozac because nobody gives a shit about this well here's the here's the thing too and for all the podcast listeners we do this from time to time we're going to be serious and debate something that has to do with the movie because we love doing that right like there are many other people, too, that agree. And I'm not talking about rag magazines that are just, you know, sucking her. Like, I'm not talking about that. Right. I know, but there are, I think, and I don't want to misspeak, but I think, like, Kevin Smith and some other people said, like, agreed with her or something. So I don't want to miss, misspeak on this, but I think that that occurred. I'm just That really, kind of shocks me with it, Kevin Smith, though. Yeah. Because he's also put some pretty intense ads out there, too, with some of his stuff. So I'm kind of like, really? Yeah, I... Zach and Mary make a porno. Or Red State. What about Red right? State? Yeah. Like, but but that's the thing. Like, I, I look, I don't even want to say it might have been it might have been him. I don't I don't want to say it definitely was. But right. there were definitely people that were high up in the industry. Yeah, yeah, but what are they agreeing on? Are they agreeing on the what is kind of just a crappy billboard who really cares? Like it's not even like you couldn't even done a good teaser, like really? Uh or are they agreeing with Fox not having any women on their slate because those are two separate issues. No, no, they're not. They're not agreeing because I I don't know enough about that, and I'd be fine with more women directors. That's not the issue in the statement. If that's her thing, then you know what? You can go on a tangent about that. That Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. but I'm not gonna link a shitty billboard to that because then that makes your whole argument negate. Like it's just like you're an idiot. No, that's how you're gonna do this. People are latching on to the violent promoting violence against women. That's that's the whole point of her statement and what people have agreed with. Monster Ball. What's the one with Christina Ricci tra- tied to something? Oh, <laughs> uh, Ted Cloverfield Lane when she was locked up. Like yeah, yeah. Black Snake Moan. By the way, is the movie I think of. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, well, because what she said is, uh, since that was a black man doing it to a white female, it didn't matter. I guess based on what oh, she okay. said about race. <laughs> so right. I don't apparently, know. but I don't two know. technically non-human entities fighting is suddenly offensive well that's that's what i want that's what i want to sink into right because not human what she mentioned in there too which was a huge red flag for me was she said there wasn't any context in this and first of all i started laughing because when in this country in the last 10 years or so of pc-ness has anyone taken context into question like people all the time take out whatever words or whatever scenes they want from anything without the context of anything else so why is she all of a sudden saying we don't care there's no context here like that's never been a thing (laughs) that's never been people go to comedy shows and they take out one line that a person says without the context of it being a joke and those people lose tons of fans and all this right right because now you're racist or you hate religious people or whatever whatever it happens to be so that's that was the first thing for me but then when i look at a billboard that's promoting a movie that has two clearly not human people science fiction fake superhero comic movie not doctor this isn't roots like what I, I wish I honestly wish that we were filming these. I know we're gonna start doing it, but 
Kelly is very animated right now. She is so No, because this makes it be like I don't like to, like I don't want to be a woman anymore because you guys say shit like this. Like you make us all sound. So this is what well, female drivers suck too. This is the same thing. But I got to rem- remember though, there are men that are agreeing with what she's saying. Now there are other yeah, ones that aren't. Pussies. But, but, duh. Oh, Sorry, I'm laughing. No, no, I you you are cowing down to your feminist nacho bitch girlfriend just so you'll get laid. Like that's crap. You know, we all know no one really feels that way. Well, this is this is the way I also thought. And I'll give another. I like hearing other people's opinions. So I do like to realize that there are people out there that find something like that offensive because that blows my mind. It absolutely blows my mind because for one thing, Mystique (laughs) in these last three movies and even in the first. Even in the first three movies, before this was rebooted, Mystique has been a major fucking character, and all yep. Mystique can do is change her form. She doesn't right. have any like a uh, uh, super like human she strength. She fly. doesn't have yeah. yeah she no, can't no, fly. No, She's like Black Widow, but she can also change her appearance. Right, she's got the yeah, fighting they're, skills. They're, they're equal characters, absolutely. Yeah, so she's got that, but she has been given a major role in every single one of these movies. All right, that was very loud, Kelly. Sorry. All right, so she's been given uh, a major role in all these movies. So to me, when I see a poster board like that or a billboard, I think, oh, Apocalypse must be really strong then if he's able to choke Mystique. Like, how did Mystique get so close to him that she yeah, didn't, you know? Yeah, and he didn't know, right, because that's the whole, that's her whole deal, is she's kind of a spy in that regard. Right, so that's what I think. you don't know who's who with her. Yes, exactly, and we see it in the movie, she's Psylocke at that point, and that's how she gets so close, and then she gets, you know, she gets choked. But, for me, especially with X-Men, and I know, and I'm surprised, actually, why didn't Rose McGowan say, why is it called X-Men, and not X people or X yeah right. like X people or why why, why can't, can't it just be apocalypse like yeah. why do we gotta that's the name of the movie exactly so that's I'm surprised if you're gonna go that far with the choking thing then why wouldn't you go that females aren't represented but what I've always thought in especially for me and now I'll ask you Kelly first do you have a favorite all time uh, mutant or I'll even just say mutant instead of X Men like superhero mutant from that kind of x-men reality okay so we're not talking like movie characters right no 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 this is you go all comic books no i because i'm not talking movies either even though the person i'm going to talk about was in some of the movies okay um i i like rogue i like what rogue becomes i really do like gene gray at phoenix Mm -hmm. um i I mean growing up i was a huge jubilee fan which was a huge disappointment in this movie by the way we'll fucking talk about that too (laughs) now that's jubilee from the cartoon show then right 80s okay because she was she's not a real character in the comics until later yeah right right okay um so right there now you did pick three females uh is that because you're female and you looked up to them or is it just because they happen to be favorites of yours because i cosplay and i don't like to do the cross-gender stupid bullshit that most cosplayers do i actually want to dress like a girl okay well, there you go. Well, look, and then, and it's also your power. Up as a kid, obviously, I would relate more to the females because yeah. <gasps> that's a you know a high powered girl, meet whatever sure. superhero. And you named uh, I'm going to take Jubilee out of it out of this part, but you <laughs> yeah, named two very powerful women characters, like some of possibly one of the most powerful women characters yeah. of all time uh, in in uh, Jean Grey. But then also, so I, for me, my favorite of all time is Kitty Pride. Always. <laughs> has always been. Right. 
And I, she's good. because I don't know why, but I love that power. And I've always loved how strong she was. And it's just, that was always my favorite. So I've always thought of, especially X-Men, having some of the most powerful female characters in most of the comic books. So for me, for them to go after it, like, it just seems so weird because they are so empowered. I mean, the end of the fucking movie is Jean Grey saving everybody, basically. Like, yeah. you know, c- overcoming her fear or what, or her lack of acting and finally doing something. Like, <laughs> it's because I'm sorry, of her. Um, Negasonic Teenage Warhead, female Deadpool. Yeah. Huge character. Bigger impact than Cyclops, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. Hilarious. Yeah, it's she, she, yeah. she's hilarious. Fantastic. Yeah, it was great. And I hope I hope she's in the next Deadpool. Like, <laughs> I, I hope so. I mean, look, if Fox is fucking smart, they'll have a lot of fucking X Men in Deadpool so they can redeem themselves a little bit. Right. Like you need you need that after this movie. Oh my God. But yeah, so I just and uh, now let me read what Fox said because Fox did take down all the billboards. Uh, they go. In our enthusiasm to show the villainy of the character Apocalypse, we didn't immediately recognize the upsetting uh, connotation of this image in print form. Once we realized how insensitive it was, we quickly took steps to remove these materials. We apologized for our actions and would never condone violence against women. So they won. They, they, they got the billboards taken down. But I'm just super surprised. <laughs> like I don't know what to think about society that much because I just... You know, she quotes the the little girl who definitely didn't say that in that Absolutely in that not. way. Um, no, but also show me the little boy who saw the billboard and said, "Hey, Dad, I can't wait to grow up to abuse women." Right. Like that's if you <laughs> well, start apoc- showing me. Those- I want to know. I want to see the cops episode where the the white trash dude's like, "Well, I saw it in X Men. This isn't cool." Like, really? It's not gonna happen. Well, that's exactly. And that's the kind of thing. That's what I would question. Once we start seeing people blame Fox and Apocalypse for you know being like, yeah, yeah. And also, why do you just negate? First of all, I we live in 2016. Why are you assuming genders of anybody? Because I'm pretty sure Apocalypse didn't look very manly. So you could have said that was a. I, I think it's insensitive actually that that little girl didn't think that Apocalypse could be a woman. And Mystique can be anyone she wants to be. So why are you assuming that that's a girl? I, I, if I was Jennifer Lawrence, I would come out and say, like, why did you assume I'm a woman? That's very sexist of you. I was going to say, how dare you put that uh, label on me? Yeah, that stigma. But yeah, so that's, that's what I would say. It's 2016. Why are people getting away with this? That's, that's what I, I want was. all bathroom signs to look like Apocalypse now, so you just don't know what you're getting into. What, you just have one hand choking one side yes. and the other one not? Yes, because honestly, sometimes depending on the, where you go, the bathroom is kind of like an apocalypse, so it just kind of covers everything. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I want my sound effects back. <laughs> yes, Kelly was so ready today to play 80s music in the background because this movie does take place in the 80s. And awesome. then also lots of different sound effects like Pac-Man, like waka, 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 waka. And all that kind of stuff, and we will we will be adding special effects. So everyone, don't don't cancel your Tune subscription in. feed. Yeah, make sure you get all your friends to join us uh, for all of our talks. Cause we're gonna have shock jock sound effects and shit. Yeah, it's gonna be a fun time. So yes, so you know we go back and forth between the series and and whatnot. But it's just it seems so strange to me. 
and it, it just annoyed me so much and I I didn't that's why I like talking to you Kelly too is because I'm supposed to get a different even though the opinion seems to be my own and even even a more amped up <laughs> which opinion, is why we're friends yeah even a more <laughs> amped up opinion of this by the way because oh, no, I yeah. didn't call anyone a pussy no absolutely <laughs> but it's just it seems so fucking weird to me it's just like why wouldn't the kid say oh you know like why is that person blue like right. what it, <laughs> that looks stupid. I don't want to see that. I'm excited about Angry Birds. That's how that conversation would have went. Yeah. When's the new Ghostbusters coming out with the all female <laughs> cast? Is that what she said? Right. Yeah. Females have been held down for so long, Daddy. I can't wait to see the new Ghostbusters, <laughs> where females will be put in the place they deserve to be in the forefront. Like <laughs> fighting ghosts. Yeah. That's. <laughs> wait, wait, Daddy. Did the people not catch the big African-American lady because she's a woman or because she's African-American? By the way, this is my impression of that little girl. No, I'm I know. Assuming, it's kind of awesome. I'm assuming she talks like that. That's right. That's, that's my that's assumption. very intellectual, <laughs> yes. apparently. But yeah, so fuck Rose McGowan. Like, I used to love her. I Look, she'll always have a place in my heart because of Scream. But also, shouldn't she have come out against Scream when her her and her big tits couldn't make it through the doggy door and the and the fucking and the fucking uh, garage door closed on her fucking face? Like, just why didn't you talk about that? Awesome! How dare you? And by the way, open open invite to Rose McGowan or anyone else who wants to come on the podcast and debate me on this. Like we're having fun now, but I have no problem debating this with anybody. (laughs) And Kelly doesn't either. Kelly will call you a pussy though. Fuck no. (laughs) Bring it on. But yeah. I'm looking forward to your hate mail actually. Yes. Actually. Yeah. Actually on that note, uh, you can go ahead and email us ianhates at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter, Ian Hates Podcast, and you can leave little notes and stuff on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Ian Hates. And then, like I said, Instagram, share your hate pictures with me, <laughs> Ian Hates Podcast. <laughs> or just like tell us how great we are because we also do enjoy that. We know we are. So it's just fun to it's fun to play this game. Now, I really feel like because we have been bashing women so badly, we should really do some amazing movies and compare them. I'm thinking personally striptease and showgirls to just see how well a good, you know, how good these actors actually are. You compare them. Well, first I I will first off say we've done plenty of movies where women are. Remember our whole feminist run that we had? (laughs) I know. Well, I'm just saying, I feel like let's see if they can still act while they're naked. Like, I mean, look, any chance I have to see Jesse Spano naked, I will take. So we will do, which was showgirls at any point. I don't care. I, yeah, I, but I, w- I want to compare it to striptease. because obviously I'm a huge Debbie Moore fan. And then of course I, I, you can't go wrong with the majority of that cast. No, that's a who. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And one last thing on our more serious note or whatever. <laughs> right. um, why did, why didn't anyone come out after the second, uh, the second reboot one, which was, so it was first class and then it was days of future past. In Days of right. Future Past, basically, if you if you boil that one down, Mystique is the reason why everything gets fucked up in the future. Mystique, a woman, I guess, even though she can change into whatever well, she wants. We've already labeled her that way because she's yeah, an she's, abused woman, apparently. Yeah, it, this abused woman is actually the reason why the whole world ends, basically. <laughs> She's she is the catalyst and the main focus of that entire movie. So why didn't someone come out and say, "Hey, 
why are you making a movie where women are the downfall of society? Like, shouldn't that have been a point of contention last movie or not? Or are we just waiting for politics and stuff later on? What the fuck is, is that, he- Kelly? My computer turned on. <laughs> We're doing a podcast. <laughs> it's a professional podcast, Kelly. I know it is. So, so are you getting so excited because now you're going to be able to do your sound effects? Maybe. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so anyway, so that was my that was my salient point about the last movie. But now we can move back on. So we'll have another debate later on. This will this will come up later. <sighs> Basically, this movie was a, this a movie. No- um, ah, this movie annoyed me from the beginning. Uh, so they they opened up. See, we're finally actually going to get to the movie. Uh, like thirty minutes into this. Sweet. Yeah. But, <laughs> Kelly, those. And my Skype works. <laughs> it's it's not plugged into anything. Here, I'll mute it. Okay. Thank you. Hopefully, yes. there you go. Let's that, see if that works. That would be helpful. So yeah. So <laughs> the movie opens. I'm glad. Look, everyone is gonna think now that we just do this at a bar, and that we're just <laughs> shoot, we're just shooting the shit about movies. Just phone it in. It's yep. cool. Whatever. Just like the X Men cast. But um, just like well, that see, great skit. This is our homage to them, really. Yeah, that's true. Actually, even though I think the writing for this show is <laughs> way better. Way better. <laughs> So Timing yes, everything. yeah. This this movie opens in I guess I Egypt, I guess because it's. Well, start- see, my first thought was, why am I watching um, Gods of Egypt? Yes, that was that was my first question too. But we can say the one thing that I made fun of Captain America: Civil War for. At least there weren't big white letters that said <laughs> Egypt. In case you miss it, <laughs> boom, boom, Cairo, Cairo Egypt. Yeah, yeah. Like- yeah, yeah. We didn't have to worry about that. Uh, but yeah, it, it starts off as a disaster movie, basically. It's Apocalypse is going to transfer consciousness into a mutant that has basically Wolverine's power. The, skills, yeah, yeah. The regeneration. The healing. Yeah. yeah. And you meet, I guess he's got other, he's got his four horsemen, which all have different powers, but you never know their names. And they're no. just side whatever fucking characters. Right. But basically what happens is while this is the only relatively interesting part of any of this was when the sun shined down on the pyramid, all the lines and the intricacies of the pieces all all lined up and blah, blah, blah. So that was nice, I guess. The, the, the channeling of the rays that become some sort of life force thing. Right. Is that what yeah. you're, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it, you know, the intricacies of how they did it like that. I was fine with that. But My mind goes, oh, Tron. Yes. I, yes. Except gold. Yeah. Golden Tron. Yep. Yeah. So while this is happening now, the regular humans have this whole elaborate plan to trap Apocalypse underneath while he's doing his transference. And I mean, I think that's at least that is similar to the comics that he does he is able to transfer like that's how he picks up lots of his mutant powers uh and you're supposed to think that he's the first mutant ever like a god because basically yeah that's what they set it up yeah yeah basically he thinks he's a god that kind of there's been many people before me raw krishna blah 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 but i'm really here to set the human race forward blah 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 like his whole little spiel yeah exactly and what happens is the humans have a great plan where, it, and it was actually, it wasn't a badly done plan at all. They had no. this, these hidden huge slabs of, st- of stone that they were able to unleash on both sides of the pyramid that basically went through and broke it down from the inside. And they also fought the mutants in there and got their asses handed to them. But, right, but it was like uh, 
sacrifice for the greater good of the people kind it, of a exactly and that was and that's what happened the the four horsemen sacrificed themselves to save apocalypse underneath all the rubble but he still got buried under the rubble and that right. was the whole but that was a 20 minute scene maybe oh yeah it was a decent sized scene it was a long scene for people we don't know and don't care, care about, about. No. and it was another disaster movie thing because you see the stone break through everything you see the the pyramid crumble and everybody yeah. run away from you know all this all the sand and everything like and it then, was very what, strange 30 people get crushed five different ways like holy shit yeah that's all they were showing the whole time and we didn't, <laughs> we didn't care sweat, about sweat, yeah we didn't sweat. care about any of these humans yeah <laughs> any of the humans or any of the mutants no we didn't care about any of them uh, so Apocalypse gets buried, and then this is where I said, oh no, this movie's going to blow, is when they did the whole scene where they're going through some time tunnel, I guess. Thank you! <laughs> yeah, was wasn't like, it fucking terrible? Here? And I'm like, why are we watching Quantum Leap? Yeah, and they showed Jesus with a cross. Like, they were trying to show... Oh, they, did, they had all the big ones. Yeah, they had all the, yeah, quote-unquote big ones going through history to get to modern times, but yeah, it was they, so they poorly go, done. They go past the 80s and they go back to the 80s, if you didn't realize that. Yeah, they yeah, they did. Like the falling of the banks and all that kind of crap up until now, and they're like, oh, by the way, this is 1983. Yeah, it was very, very, very poorly done. Like it was thrown together last minute. Like, oh shit, we forgot we to need, show we that need we credits. Yeah, like, we <laughs> we time traveled. We forgot to tell people that. Like, let's just let's make sure we do that. So yeah, very, very sad. But that's when I when I realized, oh shit, we're fucked. Like this is not gonna be. This is not gonna anyway, be good. I'm only 15 minutes into it. I got two and a half more hours. Woo! Plus, oh, through all the credits to see that amazing ending. Oh, scene. and we'll talk about that for sure because I at least knew what that was, but I was so annoyed <laughs> that I waited through the credits for that because I will, will break the, will Deadpool this and break the fourth wall. I texted because I did not want to see this movie. I texted <laughs> Kelly and I went, "Hey Kelly, um, is there an end credit scene? Do I have to stay?" <laughs> this she was like oh it's a it's a comic There's book movie of course, yeah of course and i was just like fuck me i did yeah. not want to go <laughs> not want to stay <laughs> and especially at the end of the movie i certainly didn't want to stay you're like and of course they just roll on you're like these are the longest credits ever just show me something i care about oh. yeah it was really bad i was like it took this many people to make a shit movie Fuck. And it's crap CGI. Like yeah. The amount of animators, I'm like, what are you guys all interns? This is bullshit. Yeah, where did you guys all learn what to do at Batman v Superman? Like, fuck you. <laughs> at least there wasn't Pretty as much. much slow motion in this movie. There was only that little bit towards the end. The fight end. scenes were just as shitty, though. Yeah, oh, yeah. There's no, look, there was no <laughs> Captain America level um, great all. fighting. Yeah, not, not, no. or, or even Deadpool, at least, like something. <laughs> something for goodness sake uh but yes uh we finally made it to 1980 and <laughs> do we do we start do we start with uh with raven do we start with mystique then with the cage fight i'm not even gonna Germany? go normally we go ahead and we go like scene by scene no, i don't remember this enough so yeah many, no, we're jumping so around goddamn scenes yeah we'll remember yeah. Shit, hopefully so raven's still on her i'm against xavier even though he's always right school <laughs> And she's off by herself with no friends, apparently. And she's saving mutants. But saves them in the dumbest fucking way possible. Because, so I guess, was that the blob? Who is, I, I forget what his name is in the comics. Oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, something like that. Uh, you see this huge, gigantic guy being taken away. And there's this huge, almost like a birdcage of it's, electrified. It's, it's, yeah. um, it's, it's Mad Max um, under the Thunderdome. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yes. 
and it's a cage fight and angel has just won again apparently like his 10th fight or something like that uh and he scratches out like on the floor you know he's taking pride in this for some reason even though he's a captain even though he's dressed like a douchebag he's like, dressed as a major douchebag yes. like it's like it's bad like danny zuko 50s badness like it's oh. if ed hardy had been invented in the 80s yes he would have been, been wearing absolutely so, yeah. tattoos and all tattoos yeah for sure uh so he's he's fighting and basically they they bring out nightcrawler and this was literally i will tell you the only good part of the movie for me i believe was nightcrawler and it wasn't Best because michael jackson costume ever. yeah well <laughs> that for and sure the yeah. side swoop yes yeah, side swoop in the hair he Woo! was emo Blue nightcrawler lights, yeah yes i know that i know that nightcrawler would be listening to the music that i listened to so Absolutely. I, I was i was totally happy about that <laughs> but he comes in and he doesn't want to fight Angel, of course, because why would he want to? And Angel's like, you got to fight because they'll kill us all, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, dude, you're a fucking flying man. Like, man up. Bird man. Oh, sorry. Bird I shouldn't man. say I shouldn't say man up, especially with what we just talked about before. So, <laughs> Pigeon up, bitch. Yeah. Pigeon, pigeon up. Eagle up. <laughs> eagle up, bitch. Uh, so Gosh. he, you know, whatever. Um, J-Law is herself because she doesn't want to turn into mystique or whatever because everyone like idolizes her now because of what happened in the second movie which is strange uh but she instead of shutting down the machine that electrifies the whole cage she puts it up to maximum voltage now to can blow you, it out yeah now can you tell me why that's a better idea than turning it off and and destroying the machine if she blows it out then someone can't come over just turn it back on but she's Mystique, though, can't she just, like, punch it something? Like, I know she doesn't have super strength, but you can do things, like throw a guy into it or take his gun and shoot it. Like, you can do plenty of things to the machine. I don't know. It just seems more dangerous for the people that she's trying to save that they put the voltage all the yeah, way. Yeah, that's true. Because that is what happened where Nightcrawler starts to fight back. He kind of, like, rips Angel's wings against the high voltage and basically burns one half of his sears wing them, set yeah. yeah sears them and and then of course angel's pissed off and he should be but then you shouldn't be pissed at nightcrawler because you told him to fight you should be pissed at j-law for <laughs> upping the voltage when it didn't have to be done right so they he ends up getting out and he kind of half flies away or whatever you don't see him for a little while but nightcrawler and j-law get together and starts doing if anyone doesn't know i don't know why you wouldn't know what nightcrawler teleports so she, so know, cool. As long, yeah, as long as she grabs on, as long as someone grabs on, they teleport. Uh, so they get out of that situation, and she takes him. Do you want to go into Caliban right now, or do you want to do that later? Because eh, I mean, this way we're at least introduced to uh, Olivia Munn. Yes. Okay. So they go to Caliban, who is the mutant who is able to find other mutants. So basically, his power is almost like a, cere- a cerebro type thing. At a much lower level. Yes, he has to be around them kind right, of yeah to know them. he can sense yeah, yeah so he's running basically like a underground give you passports and identification for mutants and stuff yeah 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 and you have to give him money and i thought that whoever this was i thought was a good representation of caliban like it yeah. reminded me almost like i almost thought for a second it was jared leto like <laughs> i could see that yeah i thought it was i, I, I was like is this how jared leto is gonna play the joker i don't think so but it wouldn't be too bad i don't know I was just like, okay. But Caliban's bodyguard is Olivia Munn as Psylocke. And dressed as a purple secretary. 
Yeah, I didn't understand why she was also so surly. Because I don't remember Psylocke being evil. Am I? No. Am I wrong? Okay. Yeah, I didn't understand like, why it, she was weird. Character choice on how she decided to to for them to make her portray this like this. Which it's is not. But I'm okay with Starkey. it. Yeah, I'm okay with Psylocke being a bad guy. Like I'm okay with it. But because right. she's got, I like her power. She's, I mean, she's Gambit, but with a she can hold on to the plasma stuff more without it exploding because she can make weapons out of her plasma stuff that she that she does. So it's more. It's like Green Lantern. Yeah, it's a little similar, but without the wide range of things. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's, it's a little some more simplistic. She's T one thousand. It's it's pointed objects and yeah, that kind of yeah whips and lassos yes. apparently too. I mean, come on, sex with Psylocke must be amazing anyway. Purple. So yeah, okay. So, so she she gets introduced and has you know no lines basically, yeah. uh, and basically uh, Nightcrawler is going to well. We got to skip back because they bring up the whole Magneto thing, which happens. Oh, my God. So here's another thing, too. So here's my pissed offness and the laziness of the writing of these X-Men movies is how many times, at least with the first three X-Men before it was rebooted, Magneto was just a bad guy. You know, he was he was good before and then he turned and he stayed bad. Right. There, was, there wasn't this back and forth. Right. Thing. Which but now for every new one. He is, I'm good and I'm bad and I'm good and I'm bad and everything bad happens to me and I'm going to take it out on humans, blah, 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 blah. We're back at it again. Yeah. And that annoys the fuck out of me because you don't, how many times do we need to see this story? So Eric, as they like to call him in this movie, tons of time. So what? where is he? Is he in Russia? Poland. Poland. There we go. So See, it's because it didn't have the big print. You didn't know. Yeah. I didn't have the big Captain you America. You ignored it. Yep. Uh, so they're in Poland, and Eric is working. He's got a mustache and a beard, uh, and fits right in. Yeah, he fits. Yeah, and he's he's working in the me- machine shop, basically in Poland, and he has a very average, plain wife, uh, which was nice. She wasn't like a supermodel. <laughs> she was. I was You're like, mean. What? She's cute. Uh, for Polish. Oh, wow, that's that's mean. <laughs> I can I can tell you about tons and tons of amazing Polish women, uh, but I just, so can I. Um, oh hell, I don't know where you're going with that. No, she like she kind of remind me of um, um Steve Tyler's daughter a little bit. Liv, Liv, Liv Tyler, really? Yeah. Oh no, I didn't see that. But anyways, he's got a I mean he's got a kid, and the kid you you have the idea that the kid can talk to animals or has some or affinity. S- yeah. Right, there's some sort of connection there. Yeah, because they show her and she's got like a bunch of deer around her in the backyard. And you're, like, you're like, oh, yay, he's happy. I'm sure this isn't going to last long. Yeah, right, this is going to work out well. Yeah. So what happens is uh, he's working one day in the metal factory and a huge, like the tremor of Apocalypse waking up basically sets off all this shook stuff. Yeah, world. shook the world. Uh, literally and figuratively, yeah. <laughs> and a huge vat of like molten iron, whatever the fuck, is going to fall on this dude. And of course, you know he works as a metal factory. It's like his perfect like home, and right. he stops it. He stops it and puts it to the side, and like a few people see, but kind of go back to work. And he's like, oh no. So he he goes home after work. You know, tries not to get suspicious, but like starts packing and telling his wife, hey, go get our daughter. We have to get out of here. I told you like she knows 
right. she, she knows who he was and all this kind of stuff. She knew what happened in X-Men because this happens 10 years after uh, Future yeah. Past. So yeah. they know he's been in hiding since that. It's the anniversary of like Magneto Day or whatever the fuck. And so pe- <laughs> like but people know. Yeah, which is right. so dumb. So dumb. So people know, but he's he's been hiding out for 10 years. So they go to find the daughter, but she's not there. So you think, oh, maybe she's with the animals. She is not. She is being held by like 10 or 12 Polish soldiers who don't have their badges for some reason. <laughs> and all have bows and arrows. Yeah, all have bows Women. and arrows. Because, yeah, because they know not to have the medal. They know not to have the medal. And they're like, is this you? And they show the picture of Magneto. And he's like, take me in, but leave my family. Family alone. Whatever, which is fine. Whatever. But why not? Why didn't these soldiers call the actual, like, he is a wanted criminal by every single person ever. Why is the local PD being like, we can totally bring him in. It'll be cool. Yeah. If they're saying they don't know him, which they were, they were like, but he's like, you've been in my, you know, hey, Joe, I went to your house for dinner. And he's like, right. But you're a wanted blah blah blah. You lied yeah, to I us. Don't whatever. Actually know you. Yeah. So you wouldn't actually, you know, call whatever other com- whatever the fuck. Right. So NATO. You wouldn't call NATO, really. Yeah. Something. So he gives himself up. But when he does, obviously his daughter, who is young, is like, "What the fuck? I want my dad. Why are these people with bows and arrows taking my father?" So of course now all these animals start attacking the guards because she has some affinity yeah she has some affinity with the animals where they either do what she tells them to do or can talk to them and they realize they need to help her whatever it happens to be you never really know Um, right because i don't know if any of this happened in the comic books i don't remember this being a thing no i remember the other child being a thing well we know he has i know he has two i know he has scarlet witch and quicksilver so right it's i didn't know about this so this might have happened. <laughs> Believe me, this might be a past old story from after, from a while after some the concentration camp. Or, yeah. yeah, or even it being um, uh, some sort of variant kind of a... Yeah, any any of this stuff could have happened. But So when all the animals are attacking, one of the guy somehow has... Amazing a, aim. Amazing, amazing aim. And has enough power in it where it didn't look like he was paying attention to anything. But apparently lets one of the arrows go... It hits both the mother and the daughter through the fucking heart. Right. Yeah, which is crazy. So, of course, Magneto loses his fucking mind. (laughs) Right. Yeah, he takes... And this was one of the only cool scenes I thought in the movie because Magneto is a fucking badass killer. I mean, that's what he is. He takes the locket that had his parents' pictures in it that was around her, you know, his daughter's neck, and without even looking... It just floats up and kills every single person through the neck. Just like two swift motions through the two layers of guys or whatever. And they all just fall over dead. Like, so that was the only thing that I was like, okay, they're, they're bringing out the badass Magneto at least. But this is the same shit that we've dealt with in the past. Like he loses someone he likes, blah, blah, blah. Now he's mad. Right. That kind of thing. But so that's that's Magneto. Now you know Magneto is going to be set on his path for at least half the movie, and then he'll change back or he'll do whatever he does. See that whole scene reminds me of the character from Guardians that has the arrow, and I'm completely blanking on his name right now. Has that it? he can do with a, and he can make the arrow. Oh go, yeah, yeah. I just yeah. I don't remember what his name is though. But yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't remember anyone's besides Rocket the Raccoon or whatever the fuck <laughs> Groot. 
Groot's the only one I remember. <laughs> that, that good. Yeah, that's it. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's his story, uh, at least for right now. Uh, then you have Moira, who is Moira, Moira Taggart, who is going ahead, and you'll remember her from the other films. Uh, but she is in the comic book. She ends up being Professor X's wife, right? Right. Yeah. So she is she's CIA, and she's found a place in I guess it's Cairo. I'm just it assuming it's Cairo. Cairo. Yeah. No, it's Cairo. Where a group of people that worship cultists. Yeah, cultists that worship apocalypse, basically. Um, have dug down close to where he might be. It's still miles under the earth, but somehow because they this time didn't put the covering on the hideaway, which that I'm the sorry, sun but got if you're through. Cultist and you know the whole thing. Why wouldn't you have done that to begin with to awaken this god? Like, why would you just be down there praying? Right. But so when she dark. goes down, she doesn't put a covering on the entrance. So then the sun finally, I guess, hits the pyramid again and ever the life force goes through and it wakes apocalypse up and he teleports himself out and that's the huge tremor that basically everyone feels Feels. around now we can go to the main characters the x-men uh who aren't the x-men yet they're just in 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 xavier's school yeah they're just teenagers uh which i'm fine i am fine with them starting off x-men with teenagers like i'm okay with that yeah right because it's the 80s it makes sense because it's the 90s when they're actually like young adults or you know like kind of into their own but you start you have uh gene gray and she's played by the girl from uh game of thrones the redhead girl from game of thrones and i was like okay i i I don't mind that she's sansa stark if you know who it is yeah i don't mind that casting i think that's fine she fits yeah she fits that character yeah it's fine uh you meet for some reason, they do a intro uh, story for Scott Summers. I don't know why. Where he's which you're kind of like, Ugh. yeah, it was so, and it wasn't a good like, yeah, inconsequential. Good, yeah. yeah, he's in he's in it's class. Filler. Yeah, he's in class. His eyes start to hurt. Apparently, he's been a troublemaker in the past, which I never thought Cyclops to be. But apparently, he was a no. tro- because I guess he goes to the principal a lot because the teachers like. You know, he has to go to the, um, he has to go to the bathroom. And she's like, "Well, what? You know, while you're there, make sure to go to the principal's office and tell him why you're disturbing everyone again." Uh, and this jock football player guy thinks he was eyeing his girl, so he leaves too. Scott goes to the bathroom. His eyes are hurting. The bully's trying to get in, and Scott just fucking eviscerates the door with his. <laughs> By the way, Cyclops is hugely powerful. That right. beam is extremely powerful, and yet he did not break the door in a part where it would go through the human being. It just right. threw everything away. Even though his next scene, he goes apparently cuts through what is a 900-year-old oak or something. Which is completely cr- cuts through the yeah, oak. Crazy. Across like, the yeah, lake. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, he goes, and uh, so his brother, Havoc, if people remember him from... Was he in the Was he in the second movie? I think he was just in the in first class. I think he was just in first class. Yeah. Oh, he was in the beginning of the second movie when um when Mystique saves him from the army or whatever the fuck. I, I that was havoc as well. Okay. Yeah. So, anyways, but he had like nothing else to do uh, in right. that movie. So that's his brother, which I had forgotten about. Unless they just changed this for the movie, but I no, forgot. No. So yeah. Yeah. So uh, havoc takes scott to the to the school and that's where scott bumps into you know because he's got an eye protection on he can't see 
uh, he bumps into Jean Grey for the first time. And I guess those are sparks of flying because they're like mad, <laughs> mad at each other for a little bit. Yeah, of course. So, so, so that's how it works. Yeah. You usually uh, hate him at first and you're like, yeah, okay. Apparently. So at least they start off the romance, I guess, kind of. But then they do what Kelly said. And they go out and Professor X is like, show me this power of yours outside for some reason. Uh, and yeah, he ends up. Safety first. Yeah, he ends up. Don't take him to the fucking training room that you have. No. Like none of that. But yeah, let's go outside with a whole bunch of kids running around. And then also this huge, my favorite tree, apparently, that my father used to push <laughs> me on. so not this. Like, why did you give me that? Like, nobody gives a shit. Yeah, it was really weird. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so Cyclops destroys that tree. And they have one of those, another douchey line where he's like, does that mean I'm expelled? And Xavier's like, on the contrary, it means you're enrolled. And I was like, what? Really? That's that's going to be the line? All right. All right, buddy. Uh, so, yeah, this movie is riddled with, with shitty awesome, dialogue. Awesome lines. <laughs> terrible acting. Uh, J-Law is the worst. Like, did she win something before? Like, doesn't she have an Oscar? Did she win like best supporting for um American Hustle or something? That sounds right. If she did, they should take it away from her. Yeah, but she fell up the stairs. That's what I remember from that award show. Oh, she, really? She, she did? up the stairs. Yeah, that's she stepped hilarious. on her dress and just Oh, right that's over. pretty funny. Uh they should take her award away from her from how bad she is in this movie. Like she was the definition of phoning it in. It was Oh, awful. no, yeah. She was yeah, no. I mean, fast There was, there was no real scene change whatsoever yeah. on this. Fassbender was pretty bad himself, you know, for Magneto. That was pretty bad. But then, and so was so was uh, um, McElroy or whatever, whoever um, Xavier Xavier was. McElroy. (laughs) McElroy, yeah. Whatever uh, Professor X was uh, was really terrible too. But (laughs) I'm just laughing at how bad this movie was. McElroy or Stewart? These lines get so confusing to me. When she anytime. J-Law talked. It was just so deadpan stupid. No, she wasn't acting. Like, she was really just, like, there was no facial changes. There was no. no so we're going to go do this over here. Yeah. And then we're doing this. Because we're supposed to do this. Yep. And then it's, wah, wah, wah. Don't look up to me. I don't want to be Mystique. Wah. Yeah. yeah. We, we get it. We get it. You you can change your, like, into whatever and you choose to be J-Law. What, I don't know why. Uh, but... It's just when Stamos was so much hotter. Who's the what's it? The last Mystique, Stamos. Oh wait, <laughs> but she's Romaine. not. But she's not Stamos anymore. That's why it confused me. Oh sorry. Yeah, she's just Rebecca Romaine. Uh, yes, I I totally agree, and she actually delivered her lines well, really well. Yeah, um, yeah. I look. It's hard. It's hard to say how I would rank these movies. This one is slightly above X Men Three, but. I would consider this movie a franchise killer. So wait, wait, is this okay? So if we're gonna do that, um, so what's the Wolverine movie where he's in Japan? Oh, see, I don't even count those. I would never watch those. <laughs> I would never watch X Men movies too, though. I would never watch any of that shit. I'm talking <sighs> one. That's why I've only been saying six movies. There's the three oh, original and then three reboots. That's all I'm going. But with. you're missing Origins, and I, you're missing Kelly. I wouldn't <laughs> say I've been missing. <laughs> Thank you, Office Space. Yep. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so I I don't count those. So sure, you can say the Wolverine movies were the worst. I consider X-Men The Last Stand one of the worst movies I've ever seen. This is a step above it, but not a huge leap. Yeah, not a big one. No. 
because at least really in bad. at least in that movie there was dialogue of people talking about things and you were like True. oh you're like i get it i can see what they're doing instead this movie they're they're just let's go over here all right that happened sure over here now i don't want to be a mutant you're a mutant learn your powers i will use my powers wisely like it's just it's so fucking stupid like, i can't but you're not supposed to try to control them just let them run wild yeah, when I would at least loved it if J Law had said that. And by the way, I am saying J Law a lot to annoy people. Like <laughs> I don't want to say Jennifer Lawrence over and over again, so I'm saying J Law. Uh, when she goes, when they're like, "But we don't know how to control our powers," and she says, "Then, then don't. don't, then don't. You're you are you are you are the X of men. You are the X of men, and you should use your powers for the good of the people. Like it's it's." fucking awful like it's really really bad uh and we can't do it justice that's the only reason why i would ever recommend you see this movie is to laugh at how bad the dialogue is because it is super super bad so let's see so we've got the intros of some of the younger cast members and everything uh when the tremor hits when the tremor hits when apocalypse rises gene gray is having a massive huge nightmare where she's basically seeing red and she sees like a slight glimpse of apocalypse, but it's mostly Phoenix related. Right. And I did not think, at least in the comic books and the TV show cartoon and all that kind of stuff, I did not think she had the whole Phoenix stuff this early on in her life, but maybe I'm wrong about that. I thought Um, it happened when she was an adult. Yeah, well, the, yeah, I mean, the transformation is supposed to happen when she's an adult. But, I mean, I like what they did with the dream and the fact that she's actually melting everything off the wall. So that gives you yes. a little foreshadowing it's with like that, which the, is kind of cool. The ceiling's like the wall's boiling, basically. Bubbling. Yeah, yeah, it's bubbling. So, uh, obviously, a lot of people are afraid of Jean Grey because apparently this stuff happens from time to time. But that was also, you know, she wakes up. It's in the trailer. It's so terrible. She wakes up and she's like, I had a dream about the end of the world. And... He's and uh, Professor X is just like it was just a dream, and that's it. <laughs> that's it's so bad, it's so terribly, terribly bad. Um, we've forgotten Beast is there too, um, yep. doing something. Yeah, right. doing whatever. Uh, he, well, apparently he's got his shit under control for the most part. He's got meds or something. Yeah, he's got meds, so that keeps the blue guy away, um, and he can just change whenever he wants to or whatever. Uh, I'm trying to think what else did we. What other intros did we forget? Because wasn't well, that... I mean, until Apocalypse makes an appearance, and what Apocalypse does is when we get introduced to Storm. Yes. Now, Storm, I was very happy in the casting because I yeah. hated... I thought Halle Berry was one of the worst things to ever happen to that character because Storm is very powerful. And yeah, but Halle Berry's never done any superheroes well. No, well, Catwoman and was whatever. Yeah. Right. yeah, her accent was just awful in, oh. in X-Men, all that kind of stuff. One of the best parts of the second one was when she died. It was awesome. Uh, but I'm so glad they recasted. So Storm is in Cairo, and she's basically a pickpocket. She's a, you know, she's a poor kid who doesn't have much, and she's a pickpocket. She looks up to Mystique. Mystique is her idol. She wants to be just like her. Uh, But what happens is she steals some stuff. Some people, rightfully so, want to cut her hand off because she's a thief. And Apocalypse is walking around and he stops them. Now, 
apparently one of Apocalypse's most fun things he loves to do the mostest is to put people into things like walls and but they're still alive and they're just like melted into the wall it's very strange <laughs> i don't know why yeah, he does it, it it's, to it's everyone kind of like sandman like it's that kind of a level but it's it's a very weird thing to have as a superpower yeah because what is it, it i guess it captivates your audience <laughs> like they have to listen to you because they're part of a, because they don't become like what i always thought kitty pride and one of the reasons why she's ridiculously powerful because she could touch anyone and take them into a building or a wall and leave them there and they right. would die because their molecules now mold meld with a wall so they're right. dead this is right. not that this is no i'm placing you inside of a wall where it's now going to be around you <laughs> yeah, i'm just encapsulating you really yeah, yeah enca- perfect word it's a perfect word he loves to encapsulate people <laughs> It makes so no random. Yeah. So he does that to this dude, and you're like, okay, well, I hope someone comes along with a little hammer or something can get it you out. Chips later. him out. Yeah, something like that. But he takes a liking to Storm because she has powers, and he hasn't seen anyone with powers. So then, like that. yeah. Right. So he goes back to the, her house, and she, he can't speak anything other than like old school Arabic, I guess. Yeah, ancient, ancient Egyptian. Yeah, something. Uh, Storm speaks English, I guess, um, and. They go back and he starts to fucking learn through the TV. Download through the TV she, from the 1980s. It's TV, like the, the fucking Matrix. It was yes. so dumb. It, it was yes. so dumb. Uh, so he sees like nukes being released and he sees like Reagan and he sees like a whole bunch of shit. And so he learn. He even says, she's like, what are you doing? And he's like, learning. <laughs> You're like downloading. So fucking stupid. Yeah. So yes. Yeah, so we learn and he's like, oh, these cowards with their swords and their weapons and superpowers. And it's like, okay, dude, take it easy. <laughs> so he, one of his abilities, uh, if people didn't know, was to enhance the powers of others. So he does that for Storm. Right. But by the way, be prepared. She does not use said powers at all during the movie, basically. No, it's actually kind of disappointing where you're like, Really? She yeah, she really. She that's basically same, Yeah, but that's the same with Angel too. Like all the all the people that he supposedly like touched, I don't see a significant Well, we'll we'll talk this was this was step number one of right. the Apocalypse Makeover show. This so, is true. Yeah. He, he's getting his posse together. Yep. Makeover, 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 makeover. If anyone gets that reference, which please, is why we need sound effects. Please email me. Because I will be very impressed. <laughs> There'll be a prize involved. Yes, I, I will be very impressed if you know where that's from. I'm not even going to say where it's from here. So, But that is the first thing he does. Like He goes to all these people giving them makeovers. That's what Apocalypse does. It's the Apocalypse makeover show. Uh, so he then goes to Caliban because Caliban can find mutants. So that's what he wants to do. He wants to find more mutants because apparently he loves the... Four horsemen. Even though, by the way, no one calls him Apocalypse the whole entire movie. No. That is not his name. He gets it, I guess, because we call him that outside of the movie. But he is not called Apocalypse. No, not in the movie. Well, nobody really speaks to him directly by name anyway. Yeah, they kind of bitch out. So Right. Yep. So he goes to Caliban. Caliban's like, "Uh, Caliban doesn't want to help you because you don't have any money. And Caliban likes money. 
and that's when Psylocke comes out and she shows her power, which is she's able to make the one sword, but then she also carries a sword. So she's got both of the Storm and Apocalypse by the neck. And Apocalypse is like, I don't want to hold you back, yo. I just want to make you stronger and still hold you back because you'd be helping me now instead of Caliban. And she's like, I know where to find mutants. I'm all about this guy now all of a sudden. Uh, <laughs> and Olivia, and look, I thought Olivia Munn was a great cast for Psylocke. Like, I thought she, I mean, based on what the character looks like throughout history, I think it's right. a great casting call. Right. And I like Olivia Munn a lot. I think she's she's great. Between her, Storm, and Angel, they have less lines than the mother and the daughter of Magneto who die five minutes into the movie. That doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Like, yeah. they actually even had less to do, I think, than the mother yeah. and daughter who died. Yeah. The action scenes with these two were sad. Yeah. Very sad. And we'll, we'll get to that. But so, in order to get the next person, Psylocke takes them. And, you know, there's a big giant energy ball that... That Apocalypse uses to teleport people. That's one yeah, of his When powers. he quantum leaps, apparently, yes. from one place to another. Yes. That's his skill. And then he goes into a person and he gets their life and then he has to... Right. He has to help them out with some situation. It's an homage, really. It's that, You know what? Now I like this movie. Good. Now I like it. Now I get it. So he, I'm happy I was able to spin it for you. There you go. So Angel is playing some weird Swedish metal music or something in the back, which I'm totally fine with. But he's he's in a warehouse. Drinking. Yeah, he's in a warehouse, just like half flying around drinking. And Psylocke's like, "Oh, this dude doesn't know how to fight anymore. I shouldn't have brought you here." And right. Apocalypse is like, "No, my child. Of course he can." And like, and puts his arm out and then basically makes Angel's wings into metal. I'm like, oh, how's that? I mean, I mean that's Archangel, like, but not really. Like, yeah, like, why not just give him his angel wings back? But right. yeah, it I mean, those. Archangel was a pretty badass character in the comics and shit, so I'm fine with it. But he, this certainly did not work later well, it's not on. Him. Yeah, it no. wasn't him. So there was. And it a, feels like uh, these are all like this is a ragtag team. Like the only good mutant you manage to get your hands on is Magneto, because he's in a shitty mood. Spoiler that's alert. it. Yeah. Yeah, right. I mean, technically, you well, Storm is po- very powerful too. Yeah, but like, she's a teenager. I, like, right, it would have right. been different if this was like, yeah, the nineties. Like, you know, like no, know, true. It was a little orphan Annie kind of thing. Like, eh. <laughs> very true. Very true. Yes, they. Yeah, this was part part of Angel's makeover because we'll see later on that he gets an even more more of a makeover. Which, by the way, felt very Thor to me. The costuming turned very Thor for me. I thought it was very Tronish as well. Oh, like I'll again, give you both. again, both ways. yeah. Yes. <sighs> but yes, yeah, so yes, Magneto is pissed, and Magneto goes to kill everyone in his machine shop uh, that that sold him out. Uh, so he's about to kill everyone, uh, but before he has a chance to, the, <laughs> the four, they time warp. Yeah, they time they time warp in, and. The funniest moment of the movie for me <laughs> was Magneto turns around and goes, who the fuck, who are, fuck you? are you? And I, I almost jumped out of my seat because I was like, this is PG-13. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know they were allowed to say fuck. It's Fox. Yeah, well, sure. But they didn't, I mean, uh, whatever. So 
Apocalypse and he goes, don't stop me from killing these people. <laughs> and Apocalypse is like, okay. And doesn't kill them. No, he's, he's, he's like, you mean these people? Poof. Yeah, he snaps his fingers and they all fall into the ground again. And they're all moving around. But they're in the ground. They're encapsulated in the ground again. And it's like, dude, we get it. Like, that's your thing, I guess. That's, But that's right. weird. <laughs> well, you can, it just shows that he can do it on a mass level. Like, I don't just do, do one at a time. I can do everybody. Everyone. Here, look, at, look at this. So, you know, then Magneto follows him. And... They go, and now I will. I I wonder if I'll shock you on this one or not. <gasps> but they go to Auschwitz. Auschwitz. Yeah, I'm saying that right, right? Auschwitz. Auschwitz. Yeah. Yes. They they go there, and this for some reason is the way that Apocalypse incites the rage in Magneto that he's already feeling. So I don't. But I read a review that was oh. like, I read a review that was like, this is extremely insensitive to the people and i was like he destroyed it because he hates what happened to him in to the story there. yeah to right. everyone so what are you talking did you want Auschwitz to be left pristine like what did you want i don't understand he's a history buff and it's all about preserving history would he yeah would they have been pissed if he had gone back and killed hitler <laughs> like i don't <laughs> understand I don't know why these people would be offended by it it's so weird these reviewers it doesn't make any sense so uh, yeah, Magneto gets pissed off, and he gets power enhancement so that he can basically, you know, like, the who didn't know that the fucking Earth is made up of a lot of metal, fucking metal? Right? Yeah, that makes, that's why Magneto is super fucking powerful. He knows that as well, so I don't know why this was a big deal. So, and I don't feel like it was that big of an enhancement. No. Because when you watch him using his powers, I'm like, he makes the same kind of, like, constipated face. Like, I don't see how this is that much. It's not that well, easy. That's... Like, he's not, like, sitting there, like, reading his Twitter while this happens. Like, he's not. He has to <laughs> still focus on the damn thing. That's Fassbender folding it, like, phoning it in, though. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so uh, so now there. They're the four horsemen. Four horsemen are, are complete. We need to talk about Professor X and Moira. Because, Ow! yeah, they yeah. they have to decide on how you know what the tremor was. Basically, Beast comes in and says, "Hey, you know where did that come from? This is something major. You need to check it out with um, uh, Cerebro." So they go into Cerebro, which lets him you know find every human and every mutant and blah blah blah. And he goes ahead and finds Moira. And then this is where all the creepiness happens because he starts yeah. saying, because Beast is like, Beast is like, what's up? Like, how is she? And he's like, I've not looked at her naked uh, in times and twice, yeah. maybe. Whatever. It's cool. It was really weird because those were the ones that got the biggest laughs in the theater. Right. And I was like, wait, I, but that's like not good. Because that's talking, that, that types into us all slightly cyber stalking, Facebook stalking exes. That's all this is. Yeah, but he's powerful enough to do things and then take the memories away from someone. Because that's what he did, if people don't remember. That's what he did Which to Moira. Which is what we all want to do. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, it types into that little, like, oh, that'd be fun. Uh, I don't know. I think that's... <laughs> I think that's it, it's a very, like, rapey vibe. Oh, like, yeah, super yeah. rapey. And that's why it was really weird that people were laughing. <laughs> it's like, oh, I get, I get this crowd. All right. Yeah, but it's one of those, it can't be super rapey because he's technically in a wheelchair, so it's kind of like, oh, it's okay. He's not really a threat. That's why. But in his mind, and oh, I can't wait till we get the hate emails from that, <laughs> by the way. 
But if he's in his mind, he can make people think that he can walk. Like he's that powerful. I mean, he can do whatever he wants. Oh, jeez. Yeah. (laughs) Turning Kelly on. This is crazy. So anyway, so this is where all the weird jokes come in, and and then he's like, oh well, this gives me a chance to go talk to her, and Beast is like, oh yeah. Like, let's let's go let's to the CIA. Do this. Yeah, take the plane. Yeah, take the, yeah. Look at my awesome <laughs> plane. Let's go. Uh, so they go to the CIA. He freezes time and goes over to her, and then you know basically tells her he has level five clearance, and she talks to him about what she found down there in in Egypt and everything. And they're like, oh, okay, well, let's go back to my place. Some for some reason, and she's like, "Yeah, I'll follow you." Like, whatever. I I know who you are. It's cool. Whatever. Yeah, it's cool. kind of a groupie, so it's fine. Yeah, and she's like, "I think I've been here before," and they like smile at each other all creepily. <laughs> it's fucked up. Yes, <laughs> that's fucked up. I'm just saying. It's, <laughs> awesome. It's, yeah, it just is. So, uh, <laughs> they get her. Also, J Law appears, and Beast is like, "Yay!" And she's like, "I don't." I don't know why I'm back here. Blah, blah, blah. And he's, yeah, and he's like, um, awesome. Like, you're a ray of sunshine. And, and she, he takes her to see Professor as well. And he's like, oh, Raven's back. Yay. And she's like, you don't blah, 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 blah. And he, like, I don't even want to talk about their dialogue because it's so fucking bad. And she's yeah, like, not I'm not here because you've been awesome to me my entire life. Um, I'm here because Eric. And he's like, oh, what did he do again? And he's like, dude, you're super all-powerful. Like, how do you not know what he did? Right. (sighs) She's just like, I'm just telling you this. And they're like, okay, let's go to Cerebro. So That's the other thing that kind of bothered me. When he went and tried to look up um, Moira, he was trying to figure out what this thing was. How did Apocalypse not show up like a fucking star on that thing? Because the amount of power that's supposedly coming out of this guy, why was it like, like, this is not a normal mutant? Like, why did that not... Yeah, I don't, I don't know either. I would have thought the same thing. Yeah, right. But for some reason now, also Havoc. By the way, Havoc is there with them uh, because he dropped off his brother and he's still hanging out. So right. it's Havoc, J. It's Havoc, Mystic, uh, Mystique. Sorry, <laughs> Havoc, Mystique, Professor X, Moira, Beast. Beast. They're they're all in Cerebro. Right. And he's trying to find Eric um, because he wants to check in on him and see if he'll come back and like all that kind of stuff. But when he does it. He also finds Apocalypse. Well, Apocalypse finds him, apparently. Finds yeah, him, yeah. pretty much. While he's doing more makeovers on Angel <laughs> by giving him, like, armor and doing a tattoo, fucking Tron the tattoo. Yeah, on his fucking face. So dumb. Uh, he he starts talking and realizes, oh, shit, uh, this guy who is has Cerebro is so fucking powerful. Like, let me tap into him. So he starts to, like, send this something this message out to every person basically uh, right? yeah yeah and what is the message again well no no this is not the message this is when he taps into it and releases all the nukes oh yeah he gets everyone he controls everyone through In professor x and all through, over the world all over the world and it still doesn't make much sense why he does this but he lets oh, why he disarms everybody yeah but because he's more powerful than a nuke anyways so i don't know why he's worried about like he's not worried about it it's a statement but it's still kind of a dumb one. Well, no, no. It's it's a statement, but it's also one of those things where, like, this is also a person who's going to try to enslave humanity. So if I let humanity destroy themselves, then I won't have as many people to enslave. Ah, okay. That's not bad. That's not so bad. So that's where that's how I was able to rationalize this. Oh, okay. This. Yeah, that's not bad at all, actually. So, yeah. So he 
lets all the, he makes people let all the nukes go. And because Professor X can't stop the control, yeah, he can't turn it off. He lets he goes havoc, wreak havoc. <laughs> and so, he says Alex. Alex, yeah, wreak, wreak havoc, havoc. Yeah, whatever. And destroy Cerebro. Yeah, and havoc has the you know the power from the stomach chest or whatever and it's a huge blast similar to cyclops's and just tears apart uh you know goes ahead and tears apart uh cerebro but by the way we did not mention that they did show quicksilver uh in his mom's basement (laughs) (laughs) jeez holy shit that was I love him. He's my, he's my favorite character. Well, he's everyone's. He's everyone's favorite because he's the only person with any character. Right. Yeah. Fantastic dialogue and just uh, my favorite animation scenes. Sure. Well, he goes. He goes ahead and he's watching. You know, it's it's Magneto Day. It's the anniversary it's of ten, 10 year anniversary yeah. of whatever. So he's watching this obviously because spoiler alert. He, you know, Magneto's his father. Uh, so he's watching and then his mom comes down he pretends like he's not and his mom's like I knew you were watching and she's like he's a dangerous man don't go after him whatever and of course he's gonna go after him Right. so we needed to set that up because when Havoc is destroying uh, Cerebro the four horsemen in Apocalypse show up and they take four horsemen and Apocalypse and about, yeah I switched it around because I was tired <laughs> of that fucking the whole thing all the time uh, so they show up and they take uh, Professor X and Havoc's having none of that. He's like, fuck you guys, blast. But they've already done their time warp thing, you know, their quantum quantum, quantum leap. leap. And there's a huge thing that the, was it the it wasn't the plane that they no, blew up. No, he hits he hits the weapons on the plane. Yeah, he hits the weapons hits. on the plane. Yeah. So it explodes. And as this is happening, Quicksilver shows up at the mansion and realizes, feels something. Now you've got your, you have to do the Quicksilver sequence because it went so well the last movie. So it's now basically him in regular speed or fast speed and everyone else in slow motion. So he goes around the entire mansion taking people and saving them in different ways. So, right. and, you know, he'll drink someone's soda. Oh, know, yeah. Like, Dog's oh, eating yeah. pizza. He's wrapping people up and shooting out the windows. Yeah. And... All that all that kind of stuff because he's so fast. For him, everything's like slow motion. So, right. when he wants to do it. So, he did that and saves everyone. And so, that was a fine sequence even though it went too long. Yeah. That... Well, I mean, you had to get a good portion of that song. And come on. Yeah. That's, what was the song again? Sweet Dreams. Yes. I wish it was the Marilyn Manson version, but it was <laughs> it was the eighties. Well, yeah, so you gotta 80s. have the classic. Well, my one of my old bands, we used to do that, the Marilyn Manson version. I loved it. Oh, so yeah, good. we're gonna have to find that in uh, MP3 that at some point, put that up on the website. I don't think so. I don't know. See, this is what I'm talking about. Kickstarter. These are the things you give people. Are you yeah. telling me that the amount of content we put out now isn't enough? <laughs> no. Oh, jeez. All right, so he saves everyone. <laughs> Apparently, except for one person, which I was surprised that they did this. It yeah. didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Uh, but so he saved everyone except for Havoc. Havoc. But they so never even bad. found his body. No, which is interesting because going back and looking at those slow-mo scenes again, I didn't even see him in that scene. Because he was he was a little bit ahead of people, but not that much ahead. No. Like- yeah. So, I mean, I understand basically they would say he's vaporized, but 
Cerebro wasn't vaporized. No. And that was his... Cl- I don't know. It's just... It seemed weird that yeah. that was the person they decided to kill. Hole. Yeah. Big weird, hole. yeah. And not the one in his chest. No. Bottom. So, this obviously... I mean, this was maybe a way to get Scott to be in a leadership... More leadership role or something. Because he's now obviously sad because of his brother dying. You know, well, that it's kind of thing. a revenge story, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And what was kind of strange to me, too, is... Quicksilver was like, I'm pretty sure I got everyone. Like he didn't feel bad. Like because no. normally that's normally what would happen is right. the one person you miss is the person that makes you feel bad. Like he saved like 50 people or something. Right. But All that one kids. person, you'd be like, no, let me Quicksilver and try and go back in time. Like no, it was none of that, none yeah. of that kind of thing. He's just gone. So yeah. while this now happens you know obviously professor x is taken away but now a helicopter comes down now while this is happening nightcrawler gene gray and scott are close to the edge of the building because scott is crying screaming for his brother or whatever right you know that kind of thing and who is in the helicopter but striker striker who everyone remembers from all the almost all the movies basically yeah pretty uh, much. because he was the older guy in the first three or the second last two or whatever you want to fucking call it and then he's the younger guy in the new reboots right um, he's the guy who you know gave uh, uh wolverine made him weapon x basically you know that kind of thing he experiments on mutants he makes x23 does all that you know does all that kind of shit deadpool you know whatever yeah so he goes ahead and basically knocks everyone out with these weird guns they're able to knock all the mutants out which I don't know, sonic blasts, I guess, maybe? Yeah, it's, but, it's a sonic wave or something. Yeah, it's strange. Uh, but he, he knocks everyone out and takes with him uh, Mystique, uh, Quicksilver, Beast, and who else? Was there one other one? And Moira. Yes. And Moira yes, as well. Yes, and Moira. And Moira. Those are, the, those are the four, right? Yes. Yeah. Leaves all the rest. Leaves all the rest. And then Jean Grey, Cyclops, and Nightcrawler sneak onto the helicopter. Right, because they weren't knocked out because they were behind the building. Exactly. Um, so now you got to see more of Jean Grey's power because she's basically making sure people can't see them, you know, tricking their minds into thinking they're not there. They go right. into the helicopter using Nightcrawler's power. But then, of course, because Stryker is smart, there's an anti-mutant power thing that he puts on it, in the it's, helicopter. It's some sort of electric energy that tends to screw them, which is why I also think the sonic wave has something that like right. knocks them out. But then I thought, oh... That means that since they can't escape and can't use their powers while they're in that helicopter thing, that when they land, they will probably still have that on. And that means that the three of them are also going to get captured. Apparently, no, because they don't. (laughs) They don't get captured. So somehow people come in while that power is on, collect the four that they knocked out, and somehow the three of them still don't get captured. So I don't know how that happens. I think that's a pretty well, big no, no, problem. Because, okay, so no, 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 because with Grey, what it is is even if, okay, so if you're in a room with Grey and there's the force field, she can still use it on you because you're in there. There's no interruption. Now, if you're on the other side of that fence, she can't use it. So there needs to be an electrical energy between you. Well, that, so, would, mean, that would mean that Cyclops could use his powers and start shooting inside the helicopter then. Right. So why didn't he just do that? Because he's 12 in this movie. <laughs> he's like 16. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, but he, tr- he cries like a 12. We actually, sorry, we missed an, a quote-unquote important scene. So the reason why the three of them and Jubilee, for some reason, who you don't oh. even get you don't get introduced to, by oh, the way. So she, she does nothing. 
Yeah, she's just a little girl with a yellow trench coat or with whatever. With the best 80s look ever. Yeah, she did definitely have the 80s look. Rocking uh, the 80s look. But she, I remember her being a teenager in the 90s. So for her to be a teenager in so the 80s. So she's 12 in this. She's, I think they're all supposed to be like 15 or no, 16. No, I know. They're all supposed yeah, to be 16, yeah. yeah. But they go to see a movie. They break out. Quote, unquote, Ow! break out. Oh, my God. God. And they see the best Star Wars movie of all time, which they get into an argument about. Yes, they. Do you want to take the argument? <laughs> so they start talking about Empire Strikes Back and how it is the best movie, but it's not the best movie because without the first ones, you wouldn't even have Empire. It's a good scene. Uh, well, first of all, it's a, <laughs> it's a thirty-second scene. It's a throwaway. Yeah, scene. but then also, I don't know if you caught it, but they made the they made the jab that the third ones all third always movies always suck, and now <laughs> initially. I'm sure that was meant to make fun of X-Men The Last Stand, but that was actually this movie, too. So they right. probably shouldn't have said that much because this movie blew. Yeah, uh, but it's kind of fun when they, they do that anyway, though, when they do that. When they yeah. have the, I'm going to make fun. Whether the movie well, they were trying to Deadpool like... it a little bit, but it didn't work very well because it was against yeah. themselves, yes. apparently. Uh, so, yeah, so that's why when they got home late, that's why they were kind of away from everyone or whatever it was because they were coming back when the the explosion happened and all right. that stuff. So now we go to the Weapon X facility and they've got now again Striker has all he's got Moira, he's got Quicksilver, J-Law and uh, Beast in this enclosure where they can't use their powers. And at least Quicksilver's funny ish in this right because you know he tells j-law that magneto's his father you know at, at that point uh and he kind of just like <laughs> shouts random things <laughs> to the to striker from time to time as well the three kids are now roaming the halls trying to figure out what to do uh, right. and they stumble upon the weapon x. weapon x the box with logan in it and he's making animal noises and blah, blah, blah. And so Jean Grey lets him out. Right. Yeah, she lets They've him taken out. Taking away his humanity. Taking away his humanity, but he's still a human, apparently. But holy shit, he kills a fuck ton Everyone. of people. Every single person. And they're just pumping. Like, this, look, I'd be more, I'd be more understanding if a Rose McGowan or someone else saw this movie and was like, Holy shit, this was PG-13. He's slicing people's oh, yeah. throats. He's putting his claws completely through people and they're and then ripping them apart. Like he is there's blood everywhere. He murders everyone. Everyone. I I more understand people saying, "Why is this PG-13 when you can show so much violence, but you show a tit and that's rated R?" Like I've right. always I've always never understood America with how movies are rated R and rated whatever. If you right. show any nudity or any sex, it's R, R X or something <laughs> like that. But gratuitous violence can be PG, PG-13. Like I was on the plane coming back, going to Ireland and coming back from Ireland, and I watched Deadpool because it's fun. Can you guess what is cut out of Deadpool on a plane? Cursing? No. No, cursing's in. Oh, the calendar girl scene. Yeah, that's the only scene in the whole entire movie <laughs> that's cut Which out. one of the better scenes. Well, it goes from, yeah, it goes from skee-ball. Women empowerment. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it goes from, from the end of the skee-ball scene 
to her in her um oh and they cut out Ryan Reynolds naked half naked from the <gasps> yeah the behind shot yeah oh. yeah i know i know sad too but they show so and that's everything in the movie is there <laughs> every single thing except <laughs> crotch shot cock shot talking about everything but that's the one scene out of the movie which uh. is crazy but that right. so i would totally understand if people were like if wanted to start that whole thing again because that'd be completely fine with me because it's never made any sense to me that that's what we shield everyone from but right so much violence you can kill people but don't fuck anyone yeah no fucking that's so awesome <laughs> like don't don't tell people how awesome fucking is because you don't want them to do it too early <laughs> so, so True. yeah the more you know. If if anyone <laughs> see that's why we don't film this, we should. Yeah, a whole a, li- a star a star the went by us. Would yeah, take so much longer. Than- I know. That's what I'm worried about. Uh, we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, but so uh, they, you know, now so Wolverine is killing everybody. No, this was amazing. Are you kidding me? This was oh, this was this is video games weapon violence like just the sheer blood splatter and everything i'm like this is fantastic yeah this but is, this i didn't fox now movie. i did not want to see wolverine at all like i didn't want to <gasps> see him in a movie i'm so sick of him i can't stand him anymore he's bastardized the role of wolverine i think it sucks and i, I just don't want to see that he's like a foot and a half too tall well yeah oh yeah <laughs> he's supposed to be a little tiny guy no yeah. he's my two yeah yeah I'm exactly theory. yeah uh, but so he's got the Weapon X stuff on him too. He's got the you know the headgear and all that kind of shit. John. So finally, he kills everyone. He kills absolutely everyone except for Striker. Striker is like, hey guys, I'll be right back. Yeah, and like you. fucking yeah, leaves. Uh, but so he they kill all the bad guys. He's about to leave, and Jean Grey makes herself known with the three of them. Uh, Wolverine kind of takes a step like he's going to do something to them, and Scott gets ready, which I liked. I liked that Scott put himself into a position to fire defend on Wolverine. Her. Yeah, to defend. Aww. Yeah. I like that because I think actually through most of these scenes, Scott was the leader, which made sense because he right. should be. Cyclops is the leader. Like right. so it, I like that. Jean Grey like stops him kind of with her mind. She's basically telling him like it's okay, blah blah blah. And she basically goes through his mind and gives him some memories, takes off the headgear even though he's hesitant. But what I don't like is when Wolverine is introduced to you in the comics and stuff, you don't realize how old he is. But True. he's like very old. He's like no, what, yeah, over a yeah. hundred something? Like okay, 200? so had you seen Origin Story? Ugh. So he battled in every single like he battled in the Revolutionary War. Yeah. He battled in the Civil War. Like he yeah. But when he has he's old school. When he has his quote unquote relationship with Jean Grey, they're they seem like they're the same age. Right, but also he's had his memory taken away at that point, so he doesn't even know how old he is. Oh yeah, yeah, for no, no, for sure. But I'm just, like, right, right. I'm talking about what the future holds. Yeah, but that's the regeneration thing. Like you're not going to age the way you normally would. I agree, but I still think it's fucked up that this is because basically the next time he sees Jean, she's still going to be young, and he's going to be all about that, even though he met her when they were um, like Captain America niece well we're gonna talk about that later we're gonna talk about that later but i still think it's funny that's all i just think it's interesting that they do it this way yeah Yeah. because scott should be making fun of him like the whole time about this kind of stuff uh there should be pedophile jokes like all the time that's true all the time uh but (laughs) but anyways so 
he leaves and it was that was a laugh out loud badly <gasps> done scene oh his runaway yeah scene. his runaway oh it's cold like that's what it looked like. and that was cgi it looked like too which was even worse even because worse. what you couldn't fake snow and have him run out like right, seriously because right, he's in shorts like really who yeah. cares you couldn't let him run out with the amount of money you paid him probably for that you couldn't let him run out into real snow was that really that bad brian singer okay <laughs> so that was a laugh out loud scene awesome yeah so then they go and they save you know the rest of the people and they take a plane that one of strikers planes and they have the jumpsuits so now they're kind of in x-men attire right right well it's one of those uh raven's really excited because now she gets to be finally we probably be x-men we probably get to fight because you're all about students so we can't have students like why aren't you training soldiers everyone hates us but everyone loves me and i hate it that people love me right yeah, she's the worst. She's the fucking worst. Uh, so she she now is like they're they're asking the little kids are basically asking her like, were you scared when you stood up to Magneto that time? And she's like, no, no, no. And they're like, <laughs> and, Jean, like really? and also I thought too, Jean Grey can read her mind. So yeah. and she'd be like, bullshit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because she definitely was. Um, but yeah, and then she starts telling them a story about how, no, during her first mission she was though. And then they ask her like, well, what happened to everyone else? And she's like, didn't everyone make it. died. Everyone died. <laughs> yeah, whatever. So just reassuring when you're going on your first mission. So pretty much all of us will probably die. Cool. Yeah. That's what they're thinking. Right. So the whole, the whole plan of, of action, the whole thing that's happening right now is that apocalypse now has professor X. And Professor X is still trying his stupid, like, Magneto, there's, or Eric, there's so much good in you. But, and he's like, there's no good in me. I'm not good person. My family, they, I buried it with my family. And you're like, fuck, the acting here is so terrible. And, uh, you know, Professor X is like, what do you need me for, Apocalypse? Or it doesn't say Apocalypse, but he's like, what do you need from me? And they're still giving each other makeovers and shit. No, yeah. And Apocalypse is like, you're going to be my voice to everybody. Um, and he's like, I'll amplify your powers and whatever. So it's a whole speech to every yeah, single but, person. But they don't look like they're in Cairo. They're supposed to be in Cairo. They don't look like they're in Cairo. They look like they're on Vulcan. They look like they're – this is very Star Trek-esque. This is a horrible rock a- area. Yeah. Which is extremely CGI. Yes. Like, why did you – really, guys? Made no sense. Because couldn't they just be invisible to everyone at some point too? Like they have that power. Like right. Apocalypse well, can do that. I think the whole idea is they're trying to do like the Temple Mount and the, the approaching of the Apocalypse. Like yeah. that's like, they're very, very biblical, which I, I think they're assuming people will read into this and it's not that kind of audience. Yeah, it's not. But even though they showed Jesus like twice. And by the way, multiple right. times because of how bad the acting is, multiple humans said like, my God. And thank God, like multiple. And I guess that was supposed to be a thing you were supposed to catch on to because Apocalypse calls himself God as well. Like that kind of thing. And it was just really poorly done. Just really poorly done. Uh, But so Apocalypse makes uh, Professor X go ahead and give everyone a message that basically only the strong will survive. And this will be your planet once, you know, mutant and human. But he's basically saying mutants are the only ones that are going to survive. And, you know, I guess Professor X's fuck you is that after saying every word that Apocalypse says at the end, when Apocalypse says the strong will inherit the earth or whatever, Professor X goes, the strong should help the defend the the weak weak or whatever. He's like, ha, 
fuck you, <laughs> you know, but doesn't say You're fuck like, you. Yeah, really, good, dude? good job. Right. And then while he's doing this, he's giving a secret message to Gene of where they are. Um, but they probably could have figured out where they were because Apocalypse then starts to tear down Cairo and put up a huge-ass fucking pyramid there. So maybe that would be on the news at some point. I don't know. I, I think it's the 80s. Who <laughs> knows? Like... I think they could have figured out something. But so while this is – so now they're setting up basically – Professor X is going to be the next person that Apocalypse wants to control, wants to um, switch bodies. Absorb. Yeah, yeah, wants to wants to Freaky Friday with um, whatever. whatever, whatever. Yes! <laughs> oh, we can make so many references. Oh, I'm excited. So, I'm thinking of so many memes right now. Oh, no. That's what you want to get is Kelly stuck on memes. Yep. <laughs> That's for sure. Spam. So yeah, so they they set up basically the temple the same like the temple pyramid the same way um because the one thing that Apocalypse doesn't have is the ability first of all, you know, Professor X is relatively young and he has the ability to control minds. I mean, that's why would you not want that power? So Apocalypse was like, "Hey, I'm going to be able to regenerate. I'm going to be able to do all these things and have that power. Like that's a one thing. Yeah, I can't I can be every- to everybody. Yeah, he wants to be everywhere. And with Professor X, you can be everywhere. Uh, so they start that, and obviously Jean knows what's happening, and she's like, "We got to get to him," you know, blah blah blah. And that's when the kids are like, oh, "We don't know how to control our powers," and and Mystique's like, "Then don't. don't. You're you're X Men." Blah blah blah. Oh, so fucking terrible. Uh, so, <laughs> so Apocalypse tells everyone to protect him. You know, so he's got Magneto is, and at this time now, Magneto is tearing up the planet. He is somehow making a huge magnetic ball around himself and ripping the planet apart. He looks like he's turning the Earth into Saturn. It's not that impressive. No, it's just, but he's doing. He's ripping apart bridges. He's ripping apart the ocean. He's, you know, all the blah, blah, blah. He's he's ripping apart the earth where still, millions of people are dying. Still, at the end of this, you're like, man, the majority of everything is still standing. Like you've been so what you've tapped into. You're fucking around with all the minerals versus actually demolishing cities. Well, let's let's at least remember he is killing millions of people himself. Eh. <laughs> it is. It's it's like a million. It's like it's like the fifth wave. He's like one of the waves. <laughs> He's just kill- he's killing people himself. Such a what a twist! What a twist! It's a, it's you find out it's Magneto the whole time. Brian Singer Shyamalan. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so he goes. M ahead. Night Singer. M Night. Oh yeah, I like that. I like there that. you go. So he's got this magnetic ball around him, a swirling material, and basically Quicksilver and uh and Raven Mystique J Law are gonna go talk to him. And they're asking him, like, are you going to tell him you're his father? And he's like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe. So he takes him. And, of course, it's Quicksilver. He's you know, jumping off debris and taking her with him. And so at least I like the attention to detail that he holds people's necks when he takes them. Like, at least they still do that because that is true. Like, I always thought the Superman stuff where Superman just someone's falling from a building and he just catches them. Right. There's no cushion. Yeah, there's no, no cushion there. There's no nothing. Or when he goes super fast and he takes someone with him, there's no – that doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. So at least they try to make it seem a little bit more realistic. <laughs> so they go and talk to Magneto and 
you know, J-Law's like, what are you doing? Like, you know, it sucks your family died, but, you know, like, why? You have friends. Like, you have family. And she looks at Quicksilver, and he's like, and Magneto goes, why are you here? And he's like, I'm here for my family, too. Because family, too. Yeah. And doesn't tell him that, you know, because you do know that Magneto would have been super happy to know that he had a no son. No shit! Like, you would have ended this right now. Yeah, right there would have been would have been it. But instead, he gets the little sap story where Magneto's still destroying p- things and killing millions of people. Uh, but they just like, okay, I guess he doesn't care. And Quicksilver right. takes her back. Uh, while that's happening, Psylocke kind of fights and Storm does one thing. <laughs> Nothing. But not, no, not really. And like... ho- holy shit, does Angel get bitched out. Yes. Wow, he was a non-entity. At all. A non-entity. So him and Nightcrawler have like a back and forth because Nightcrawler is supposed to go in. The whole plan is Cyclops and Jean and Beast are supposed to take care of the other ones. and Distract them yeah, while... Nightcrawler goes in and teleports Professor X away from Apocalypse. That's what he's supposed right. to do. But Angel latches on. Who's the worst to go after Nightcrawler? I don't know why he'd be the one to do it. Right. But, so Angel goes after Nightcrawler, and then they have that whole disappearing act where, for some reason, you know, obviously, yeah, poof, 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 because Angel just holds on to the tail the whole time. And then, of course, Nightcrawler is smart. He goes in this metal wreckage and cages, makes, him. And cages him. Yeah, because now he's a bird, basically. Right. But he's a Useless. bird with fucking metal wings. So why don't you cut through the cage, you idiot? Like, I almost said idiot, like on uh, Supernatural. <laughs> It's like, what? Wow. Yeah. Wow. I love Supernatural, by the way. (laughs) So, (laughs) anyways. So, really, really dumb. Really, really dumb stuff. But once he gets him in there, he transfers, he, he teleports into... Now, while there is a little bit of Apocalypse that gets into Professor X and his hair starts to fall out. And so now you've got the actual Professor X that we all know, the, the, <gasps> the bald, yeah, the, the Picard yes. uh, look. And yes. transfers him out, transfers him out into the plane. And they're like, oh, we got to get back now. This is where Psylocke cuts fucking car in half. The one thing you see her do because Beast throws a car at her. The crush Storm. Yeah, that's and that's it. And for some reason, Storm is like taken aback, like, oh no, there's a huge car coming at me, and doesn't think like I control the weather. Wind. Yeah, I control everything. So right. I can't just stop this car. So Psylocke cuts it in half. And then you're like, oh shit. Now Psylocke's finally gonna have something to do. And she does fight Beast for a little bit, but right. it's not as good as it could be. Like this was not a Captain America fight. This was a Batman Superman fight. Like that, right. yeah. So definitely was not was not good. But so they all retreat uh, back to the uh, to the plane. Now Cyclops is doing like nothing as well, and neither is Gene. Gene's no. just telling people like, "Hey, you gotta get him. You get Professor right. X." She's she's tapped into to X, but it's not like you're you're kind of just being like, "So you need to go do this." Like she's like, there's nothing to her. Like yeah. it's, it's facial close up, facial close up, facial. And you're like, and keep in something. mind, keep in mind, there's been no real development. Like you know, she can't necessarily. She isn't the greatest at controlling her powers the same way Cyclops isn't as well. 
but right. and they mention that a couple times, but it's not like this major thing where you see Gene do bad things experiment yeah you don't see any of that kind of stuff so they start to later on we'll we'll talk about it again but they start to ask you know professor x tells her to unleash like don't worry unleash your powers it's very it's very dragon ball z uh what they what they do which and i i love dragon ball z uh but they don't like it's like when gohan for everyone it's like when gohan is fighting cell and Goku is dead, and he's telling him, like, don't worry about the Earth. Let it go. Like, you're more powerful than, you know, he's like, ah, oh, Dad, I'll do it. And he does a one-handed Kamehameha, <laughs> and he saves the planet. So we, we'll talk about that at some other point. I fucking love that scene. Uh, but anyways, so that's similar to what they're Nerd. trying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I am. So... <laughs> That's why I don't mind making fun of these movies because I love the comics. Right. Like I love right. X-Men. Like right. I come on. Who says their favorite character is Kitty Pride? Like you need to know the comics to say something Kitty like Pride's that. Kitty Pride's also hot though. Yeah, well no shit. Except in the movies. But I'm not yeah. a what uh. whatever her name's fan is. Yeah, I'm not right. a, a fan of her. But uh anyways. So <laughs> they get back on the plane and as they're leaving cuz they're they're fucking leaving. Like this is oh this is the end. Uh, Angel gets out and takes Psylocke and uh, Psylocke or whatever and takes her and she like cuts open the airplane. Now, why would Angel go into the plane? Why would he go into a confined space? Right. It, it makes. He's not a large individual yeah. with his wingspan at all. Uh, no, not at all. And Psylocke can't do anything except for going. The, that's what she should. How is she hanging out on the top of the plane? She should be inside the plane. Right. But so uh, I guess J Law has the idea like, Nightcrawler, get us, get us out of here. You know, do your teleportation thing, get us out of here. And Gene makes the plane nosedive. So, but Nightcrawler's like, I've never done this many people before, like, all, you know, blah, blah, blah. He's got to teleport, and he finally does. He's like a skip. It's like a stutter. Like, he can't poof, 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 poof. (laughs) And when he does this, Angel apparently is the most fucking stupidest person ever. He lunges for them as the plane is going down, which still doesn't make any sense. And now it's too late for him to get out because he's got a huge wingspan, pun intended. It's almost there, but Psylocke just like jumps out and makes a sword of her hand and right, scales and down the building. Down the building. Yeah, slides down the totally building. Cool. Yeah, but Angel apparently dies. Apparently, because Apocalypse is pissed and comes out and sees dead Angel and is like, right. "Pathetic." Whatever. Right. Now, by the way, we haven't even mentioned that the guy playing Apocalypse is awesome. Not Apocalypse. The guy playing Apocalypse, whoever, the I forgot actor. his name. Yeah, the actor who I can't, but Ex Machina. He was, unfortunately, he was just in the new Star Wars. Um, but he's in a lot of really good stuff. He's in a lot of really good stuff. Who did he play in Star Wars? The 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 cool pilot that everyone liked? He was Poe? Yeah. That's yeah, that was no, Poe. Yeah. Go ahead, check IMDb. That's what I'm doing. I'm always right. Come on, people listening to the podcast know I'm always right. Editing. But he was also amazing as the creator of the um of the machine in Ex Machina. In the uh the AI. Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I just can't uh, names on the tip of my tongue, I just can't remember uh what his actual name is. But you got it there yet? It's coming. Come on, Kelly. I know. Come on. 
I'm having technical difficulties today, Ian. <laughs> okay, fine. So anyways, this guy gets nothing, though, because Apocalypse is a terrible character in this movie. He, I just want to mention that. Like, we didn't mention who it is. Like, he, he has lines, and he's supposed to be grandiose and everything, but he's just not, he doesn't have the same feeling of Apocalypse to me, and he's this weird shade of, like, bluish green, which is... I don't know. It's just yeah. I don't so know weird. why they did that. Well, they made multiple jokes, by the way, that we skipped jokes in quotations that we skipped because Mystique is blue and Beast is blue. It's blue. And then when they both weren't blue, they were talking about not being blue. And then Nightcrawler was like, "I'm blue," and that was supposed to be. Fun. I I don't get it. And then also like Beast made a comment about making Cerebro blue because of J Law. And I was like, what? Uh, well, huh? he's always had like the hots for her anyway, though. Yeah, I guess. I uh, Why wouldn't you choose someone better, though? I don't know. True. Yeah, but I guess he Oscar was, Isaac. Oscar Isaac. But he was, right? He's Poe, too, though, right? Poe Dameron. See, I told you. I'm right. never wrong about this stuff. Shut like, I don't up. know what. I don't know. Anyways. Uh, it so, took me a minute to be like, oh, no, we can't. Through all that shitty makeup, you can't tell who the hell well, that is. As, a, as an actor, though, he's great. It's just he wasn't given yeah. anything to do. And, of course, you wouldn't turn down the money for this. But, I mean. No. No. He would, Plus, yeah. no one's going to recognize you as like. Well, right. Yeah, that's true. Um, especially if you're choking Mystique. Because, apparently, that just means you're anti-women. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so, uh, Nightcrawler is basically passed out because it took all of his energy Drained and power. Him. Yeah, yeah. But they didn't teleport anywhere else other than down in a bunker in cairo so it wasn't a you know what i mean it wasn't anything special so they're still not away from apocalypse yeah, she got him off, he got him off the plane like that was the whole point yeah yeah, yeah. The plane. so they still have apocalypse to deal with <laughs> so, so angel's dead and then uh quicksilver is like oh this is my time to shine and you get another kind of s- slow motion where he's going fast and he's basically beating the shit out of apocalypse because he can't see him but then apocalypse is so powerful that he just kind of does an eye blink and the earth kind of like goes over Quicksilver's ankle. Right. He grabs him. Yeah. And then Apocalypse gets up as like puny mutant, what the fuck, and right. it like breaks his leg, his other leg. So it's like, oh, well, that is how you stop Quicksilver. Pretty much. Fucking yeah. break, break the leg. Uh, while this is happening, you know, then he, he calls over uh, Silox and you see her come over. Now Storm is still doing nothing. She's hiding. just like, yeah, hiding. Silox comes over and takes the sword and he's like, finish him, you know, bestiality or whatever. And she's, it looks like she's about to cut his head, but she doesn't. She cuts his neck. She cuts Apocalypse's neck. And he, because of what is Apocalypse care is just his neck. Uh, he goes and he chokes Silox because that's actually Mystique. Right. And you would think. It, it's one of those, really, you couldn't have took his head off. Like, really? You barely, that wasn't even a really deep cut yeah and you would know also that you would also he should know that that wasn't Silox as well right because his power should tell you that now Silox is just gone she's just nowhere it wasn't like she was really taken out by the fall from the thing I guess she kind of was but she's just nowhere to be seen now no yeah so now also so now what if you had gone ahead and made a billboard of her cutting his neck would anyone have been like ah violence against men like, we need to stop no. it. No. Because we deserve uh, it, right? Yeah, we deserve it. That's true. Uh, so, he's got her now. And it is a long choking scene. I'll give them uh, that. Yeah, it's a, yeah, It's, it's a long fucking choking scene. 
uh, because Professor X is trying to decide because basically Apocalypse is saying, I'm going to kill her unless you come out. And everyone's right. like, no, you can't go because if he has you, he has us all. Like right. you can't, you can't go. Right, but right. then all of a sudden he finally figures out, oh, wait a second. If a part of me is him, then a part of him is right. me. And I I'm can, still connected to you. Yeah, that kind of thing. So then he goes into Apocalypse's mind and for like a second he gets to like give all Kick the pain. Well, yeah, give all the pain that he feels from everyone around the world into apocalypse and then starts punching him around but then apocalypse turns big and that's the thing you see in the trailer and it's one of the stupidest cgi Horrible. parts yeah because Horrible. apocalypse starts throwing him around it just looks like awful. a rag doll like it's bad it just looks it's so fucking terrible like you yeah. couldn't have done that with a real person like and like sh- on on strings and shit like oh no yeah you russian swing arm him with some stunt cables and that would have looked way more realistic yeah. than just like Gumby. Yeah, right. Why not just do that? So yeah, so that was that was really dumb. Uh, but this is all, and he's getting the shit kicked out of him. And while this is happening, Apocalypse is still like holding Mystique by the neck, and then like throws her down at some point. Right. Uh, when this happens, Beast goes out and like gets her and like saves Quicksilver, like punches the the dirt around him and gets him away. That kind of thing. And then Cyclops starts to shoot at apocalypse later on and apocalypse does his favorite thing and puts him in a wall because yeah. once again that's his favorite fucking thing to do right that's a, yeah that's his go-to superpower yeah because he's getting powerful and this is where now it's looking like all hope is lost and and uh professor x is going to be killed in in the mind which means he's going to be able to take over blah, blah blah and this is where he's like yelling to gene that like, hey, let your power go. Like, don't be afraid. Let your powers go. And Apocalypse is like, you're gonna die. And he goes, the difference between you and me is that you're alone and I'm not. And then Gene like steps, walking on air, like comes out and does the whole Phoenix thing, which is cool, but. I think really early to be doing Phoenix. Yeah, to yeah, to that degree. And then on top of it, I love the fact that I mean, pretty much the running thing with Apocalypse is he's just a shitty judge of character because Magneto is nowhere to be found. Yeah. And he's the only one left, and he's the only one that has any real powers anyway. Right. He's too hell bent on doing his own thing that he could really give a shit what the fuck's happening to this his boss, I guess. Right, like right. really and then he comes back, yeah. He comes back into the fray. I think we even forgot this. I think he right. came back right before this anyways. Yeah, he comes back and he starts throwing metal <laughs> at Apocalypse. And Apocalypse is like, you betray me? And Magneto goes, no, I betrayed them. And it's like, fuck you. You, yeah, pretty much. Fuck you. So terrible. So, so yeah, yeah. So he's in his little quantum leap bubble. And yeah. that's what they're trying to he's do. He's in trying yeah. to destroy him. He's in his protected bottle, bubble. Magneto is just throwing metal upon metal onto him. Cyclops is trying to shoot him, but he gets put into the wall. Beast tries to jump on him, but gets knocked the fuck out. Right. Like, no one, Nightcrawler's out. So now, and then uh, Professor X is getting killed basically in the mind. And right. then that's when Jean Grey unleashes the Phoenix. And basically knocks out all of Apocalypse's power, and yeah, then the part, like yeah. disintegrates. Disintegrates him. basically most of him. Now he regenerates though, so you have to keep on hitting him. So that's why Magneto's hitting him now with metal. Cyclops is hitting him with you know because Beast punches the wall and like 
pulls him out. And now he's a, you know, he can take his sunglasses off and actually use his powers. Exactly. Again. So he does all that stuff. And then finally, so then by the end of it, nothing is left of Apocalypse. <laughs> there is not even now. Once again, they can do what they did in the Cell Saga in Dragon Ball Z, where if there's any <laughs> cellular remain of Apocalypse, he will regenerate from it. So oh, it's, a, it's the gnomes from Goosebumps. And the no, yeah, sure. There you go. Yes, what a tie-in. <laughs> what a w- what a twist. So yeah. So Apocalypse is, I would hope, not gone because he's not supposed to die this early right. in anything. Uh, he is a supposed to be like a godlike character. Uh, right. But yes, they all team up and they get rid of him. And I'm trying to remember what happens after that, they go back to the school and they're oh, no, 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 no. oh sorry they're all waiting. And then suddenly Night Rocker, Nightcrawler wakes up and says, like, "What I miss?" Oh yeah, the the comic relief good? there. Yeah, cool. yeah, the comic relief. He and they they go back to the school, and now Magneto and Jean Grey are helping to uh, rebuild the school. Quicksilver has a cast on his leg, and by the way, we forgot to mention he's wearing like during the movie a Rush shirt, and on his on his cast it says like "I love Rush." And it's all oh, yeah. And yeah, it's signed yeah. by every single mutant. And yeah. then on top, like he's, he's he's rocking the Atari. So he's he brings all the best eighties references to this movie. Oh, absolutely. Other than yeah. Jubilee, like it, it was really yeah. really good. And now someone someone comes out. I think it's Jubilee comes up to him. Is like so like Magneto's your father, right? Are you gonna tell him? Like I guess everyone knows now, right? Except Magneto, which is usually how these stories tend to go. And you're like everybody else knew. Yeah, how he's did a you not know. fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> So they rebuild the school and then they have once again, because you can't do this every single fucking time. They have another (laughs) heart to heart between Professor X and Magneto where he's like, are you sure you don't want to stay? And Magneto's like, no, but you have mind control so you can make me stay if you wanted me to. And Professor X goes, you know, goodbye, old friend. And this is the first time I think, though, Magneto says goodbye professor i think so too yeah which is but he's smiling when he says it so that doesn't mean a heel turn again no but but if you're gonna do these now i heard all their contracts are up and if one of them doesn't come back the rest said they're not possibly so i hope this is it i hope this is done but we need magneto to just be a bad guy for good that's what he's supposed to which is what will happen in the next deadpool movie oh okay That'd be nice. I'm just saying. Oh, okay. All right. That's what they should do. That'd be cool. Uh, And then you get a little bit more of the Jean Grey and Scott Scott Summers, like, kind of budding romance or whatever. And then they're all X-Men. They've all got the suits on. And, of course, Storm Storm is – oh, yeah, I forgot. Storm worked against Apocalypse for a second as well. Yeah, so she's apparently good. Oh, and we forgot the fucking makes no sense whatsoever. So Storm – like helps against Apocalypse and then Psylocke at the end like gives everyone like the dirty bad guy look and walks away. <laughs> it's like what? Why is she pissed? Like what? She's like, ah, fine. Yeah, so I like, guess it's, but it goes back to like the shitty snotty secretary. Like she's just like, whatever. Yeah, fine. I guess she's gonna be like the bad guy again some other time, I guess. Uh but yeah, so Storm is now an X-Men, so they've got the suits on and it's the kind of original x-men but i didn't like that once again you get fucking 
J-Law doing this terrible speech to everyone. Yeah, yeah, but see, that was so reminiscent and re- such a ripoff of Winter Soldier when Steve's like, okay, so this is the new Avengers. It's training camp time, yeah. guys. Like, that's exactly what it was. No, very true. Yeah, but it's just, oh. It's so, and then Professor X looks more like Professor X now because he's, yeah, exactly. He's he's <laughs> bald and he's got a suit on now. He's got the profile he's, uh, now. Yeah, he's exactly. He's rocking the epic wheelchair this yeah. time. Yeah. And then they bring the Sentinels out, which I liked, and that's how they train is with the, you know, against the Sentinels, which makes sense. So that's actually fine. I'm fine right. with that part. But all the rest of it was so awful. So awful. So tell me about the end credit scene, Ian. Oh, well, hold on, hold on. I just <laughs> fucking Cyclops should have been leading them as well. Uh, that pissed me off. So right. I'll just say that too. But I know, and no Iceman either. If they're going to nope. be talking about original X Men, Iceman should have been there. I don't know why he wasn't. Rogue could have been there too. They could have done a romance between those two, like they were supposed to. Right. Uh, there's plenty of things they could have done that they didn't do right. Um, Kitty Pride should be there too. One of the fucking original X Men. Anyways, uh, <laughs> just saying. So shit movie. But yes, I waited through the fucking credits. Fifteen minutes of credits. Oh my! Fucking so annoying. <laughs> So I, I made it to the end. They they flash to Weapon X's facility again, and they're <laughs> clean cleaning up. up yeah, they're cleaning up. They're cleaning up bullets and they're cleaning up blood and dead people. And it's military guys walking around and business guys. Yeah, and, men in black. Yeah, yeah. Agent Smith, men in black type. Yeah, and they go and they go back to the freezer that was where Logan was being held. And there's a huge thing of blood. There's plenty of it, by the way, but they right. just take one. Uh, and it says Weapon X on it. There's a huge tub of DNA blood, whatever. And they put down a briefcase. And on the briefcase says Essex Corp. <gasps> and that's and then fade to black. So first of all, fuck that. Because that's a <laughs> terrible thing to make me wait for. Second of all, <laughs> Kelly, I know what Essex Corp's means. Do you know what Essex Corp means? I might know what Essex Corp's means. Do you want to? We talked about this. I think it was a couple weeks ago when we were talking about what X-Men villain I would like to see, I believe. I believe so. Yeah. So you want to take it then, who it is? Why this is quote-unquote important? You're going to make me remember this? Oh, you don't remember? Oh, then I'm going to say it. Oh, well, it's fucking Mr. Sinister, baby. Oh. (laughs) Fucking Mr. Sinister, Nathaniel Essex. So so the thought is at least what what I end up reading about later was that it's possible that they're setting up because fucking Hugh Jackman is signed in for one more Wolverine standalone Ow! movie. Ugh. And they're saying that it's possible that Mr. Sinister is going to be the main villain. Now, that pisses me off because I want him in an X-Men movie. I don't want him in a Wolverine movie. But that well, possibly it means... it would be for Uncanny X-Men, which is slated to be released in 2019. Okay. So let's say push it up. Gotcha. Well... We'll see, but apparently, I would assume that Sinister is going to make X twenty three or whatever, like or or death, whatever. But also, Mister Sinister should be played with Apocalypse because Apocalypse he works under Apocalypse for a long time, right? But I guess they're not going to go with that right away. Uh, but I love Mister Sinister; I think he's a great bad guy uh, character. So I do hope. But I think I got to be honest; I think after. You know, obviously, I didn't watch any of the Wolverine ones because I won't. And then X Men Last Last Stand had me like I didn't watch First Class until it came out on Blu Ray and someone bought it for me 
because I refused to go see another X-Men movie after the third one. Uh, stand. Yeah. But now I think I might be completely done after this shit movie. Yeah, but see, the way that they're portraying, if they, and if they go the uncanny route, the whole idea is Mr. Sinister, it, it's, it's supposed to take place in Canada and he's going after Wolverine, but there's a good chance, because it is Canada, that we might have some sort of Deadpool crossover. Yes. And I with Sinister, which would be amazing. As long as Deadpool is done correctly, I'm I'm fine. Well, with yeah, that. you have to yeah maintain. Yeah, but I think the only way to save X Men now is to have them in a Deadpool movie. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. And just the pure fact that all the shots that they take at Hugh Jackman in Deadpool to have him actually yes. have to deal with him in a full like movie would be amazing. Yes, that would be funny for sure. Yeah, <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> But that's, I just, oh man, this movie was just so terrible. And like I said, it's still better than Batman v Superman, but I'll ask you this anyways, Kelly. Would you recommend this to anyone? Eh, no. Yeah, me neither. I would certainly not. And I've told people actually, after I saw the movie, I said, don't go see it. And they were like, but we like these type of movies. I was like, okay, uh, make sure you listen to the podcast too, because (laughs) we're going to be talking about it. Uh, but yeah, I was so, very. You, but that's just it, though. You still take Oscar as Apocalypse over him as Poe, though. That's that's what hurts. Yeah, because I still don't like Star Wars. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I, I know. Maybe this is why we lose. We we're gonna lose like subscribers and stuff. Yeah, huge audience that you're just shitting all. <laughs> can't help it. Are you telling me Rogue One's gonna be good? I'm sorry, I can't. No, uh... and I'm no. It's not. It's gonna be a horrible. Movie, and you know actually. how I feel about reboots. So I just I don't yeah. know. It's very it's very troubling for me. So, yeah, I just look, I did have high hopes for this movie when I first heard they were doing it because I think Apocalypse is normally a great character for the X-Men to to feud with. Uh, But I thought this movie was just done terribly. I think Brian Singer is awful. I think whoever was writing this was awful. Uh, Everything about this movie was was bad, just plain bad. Uh, and it's sad because they had good source material to go off See, of. You know, I, I, the music saves it for me and the costume. Well, the 80s references is what I mean. It's Quantum Leap. But seriously, God. the only 80s references you had take about four minutes of that movie. No, that's true. Like the movie could have easily been an hour and a half movie and probably been a much better movie. Yeah, true. But uh, yeah, I guess that's that's it for that movie. So we definitely would not recommend it. Um, so I have some other news about uh captain america since we want to talk about a good movie um but apparently the woman who plays uh agent 13 right the actress i can't think of her name she's from revenge and a bunch of other stuff which kind of it's one of those things where actually i liked her but now that i've heard this story and i'm like oh you're stupid yeah because i'm pretty sure yeah this so i guess she was at some panel somewhere and someone asked her like what would apparently drunk well something i don't understand how you would make this even come to like allegedly allegedly but yeah someone asked her like hey what did you think of you know kissing you know your character kissing uh captain america and this is what she said she said you know compared to like what did you think of it in response to your great aunt like what would your great aunt think about it you know that kind of thing and she said well first of all she'd be turning over in her grave she'd be like no and she'd inject herself with this blue serum and become a supervillain. She'd break out of her coffin, ground her, uh, and then kick Steve's ass as well. And then I guess she was like smiling while she was saying this. But then she went on to say, I just feel like I wouldn't want to date my great aunt's guy. It just feels like it crosses an incestuous boundary. And Peggy just died. 
that's even more disrespectful, right? It's like, don't touch that. You can't tap that. So that's her lines about this. Now, okay. So from what I saw of this kiss, it wasn't an extended makeout scene. No, it was. It was barely. I wouldn't even really put it in the PG category. Like I've seen right. more graphic makeout scenes in X Men than I've seen. Like oh, for sure. And also, I mean, it's they, not incestuous. Like unless you're unless you're inferring that somehow you are the child of Steve, which you're which not. not. Yeah, not at all. Yeah, because we're pretty sure he's never. Yeah, ha- yeah, done anything. Right. So, and in the comics, they get together at different points. So it's not up to you to decide. Plus, let's all be honest: this isn't Star Wars. All right, it's it's not Star Wars. <laughs> so if you want to start talking I about things, yeah, talk about brother and sister making out. This is just like there are people that date sisters. There are people that will go Who out or, or, or brothers. Not. I mean, people that like, and I'm not even talking about an actual, like if a guy dates a sister and then breaks up with her, he can date the other sister. It's the same as a, you know, a sister dating two brothers. It, it happens like stuff like that happens. This is a non-connection. There no, is no connection it's, here. And it's, and it's, you're separated by generations and like decades. This wasn't really like, his girl guy kind of a thing because if you're frozen for 60 years it's not a recent break like and it right. wasn't even a real relationship it wasn't even a real relationship plus are you how can you say disrespectful as well because they've been like having chemistry for a while and then a couple of movies now yeah and if look if captain america which he wouldn't do but if she had it it seemed like she was going to invite him up possibly to her hotel room after the funeral first of all We've seen it in Wedding Crashers. Funerals are aphrodisiacs. Like people want to, yeah, they want to have, they want to, they want to experience life. They want to experience and live life. So sorry, that doesn't work there either. But I'm no. sure because her great aunt did think very, very highly of Steve Rogers, she would probably be like, "Holy shit, that's awesome that you two got together." Right. And what does that say that you think that your great aunt would pretty much want to be jealous of you? Yeah. Like why would? Yeah, what was the whole like take the super serum and become a super villain and ground her? Like, it's so dumb. Yeah, like, what I, a, like, that's where I'm like, are you drunk? Yeah, what an, I like, where did you do you have any concept of comic book movies at all? Right. Like, what, why would you so inarticulate? Like, really, really stupid. And yes. apparently, and what what's sad is, I've also, once again, going back to the like, Rose McGowan thing, I saw a bunch of websites that were agreeing with her and being like yeah that kiss was really awkward in the movie and shouldn't have been there and i was like hold it on it wasn't over the coffin right right and i was like hold like, on the movie was so good that they're just looking for something for to yeah they're just looking for anything to try and take it down a notch that movie it's just like when we because we are the podcast we are we made fun of the big white letters telling people where they were <laughs> because that actually was awful yeah that was that was <laughs> it was funny but but this part come on the Winter Soldier and Falcon gave him the nice nod, gave him the what's yeah. up nod afterwards. Like, if they if they approve of it, how can you not approve of it? Plus, she got to fucking kiss Chris Evans. Like, what is she fucking complaining about? She doesn't want a relationship with Chris Evans in future movies? Like, way to shoot yourself in the foot. Like, come on, seriously. Like, even if... <laughs> <laughs> See, we need we need film. We need film for what Kelly's mouthing right now. Whoa, mouthing no, might not have been. I don't want hate mail either. Yeah, mouthing might I'll not have been. I'll say shit, but I'm not gonna. Yeah, say there you shit. go. There you go. But, 
<laughs> but that even even if Steve Rogers is a member of uh, of what do you call it? Um, shit, what was the news recently that Steve that Steve Rogers that Captain America is actually a double agent for um, Hydra? Hydra, yeah. You didn't read that? No. Oh yeah, that's the big swerve coming in the comics. Yeah, is that he's been a double agent for Hydra the entire time. So yeah, but is this gonna be like a Bucky thing? Is he gonna be? Is it like a Manchurian candidate? It just turns on and he has no recollection because I don't know. That's no, the way I think do that. I think that's the point. Is that it's not that. It's that he's been playing so super evil though. Yeah, super evil. Yeah. That's so hot. right, I know, right? Like I'm actually fine with Captain America <laughs> being evil. Like it's completely cool with it. Uh, but yeah, that's supposed to happen in the comic books and might happen in the movies at some point. But see, ladies, all Boy Scouts can be bad. <laughs> but anyways this is just another example of someone dumb saying dumb things like and people agreeing with them because they're popular i guess yeah i I, it it makes no sense to me that that whole thing makes absolutely no sense because she doesn't even know what the word incestual means we're living no we're living in a thing where like the kardashians have like 65 million followers like this this is the same group of people these are Stupid, stupid people who are just like, oh, they're pretty and shiny. I should listen to them. That makes them smart. What do we no. have to do to get that many followers? Um, you won't let me take photos. Should we be stupid <laughs> as people are? Like, should we just be like, oh, you know what? Why don't we just like delete the first like 40 minutes of the show and just agree with Rose McGowan? And just be like, ah. Oh. This is so. Terrible. Is that, that going to be the twist ending? Like, if you subscribe, we'll, we'll we'll give you both sides of the story. We'll flip flop. Yeah, I'm a double agent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we'll tie into this whole political season, and we'll we'll play both sides for you guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we God haven't even pandering. don't even get us started on politics and shit. Want to do that? Woo! Yeah. So I think I think that's most of what I got. I mean, I saw the reviews for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I bet you that movie Which did better than Apocalypse this week. <laughs> yeah, I bet you it's better than Apocalypse. I bet you it is. Um, I won't go to the movie theater to see no, it. No, I won't either. Uh, but I, I, we will do that movie though. That will be a red box. Yeah, Ian hates movies it's for sure. Megan Fox. I love Megan Fox. Come I on. know, but it's also Casey Jones. That's true. Yeah, just saying. I'm at Bebop and Rocksteady. Yeah, Seamus, Seamus from WWE is is <laughs> Bebop or Rocksteady, one of the two. Uh, yeah, it's great. Uh, but uh, what else was there? Uh, I saw the first trailer for Assassin's Creed. Uh, didn't look yeah. too. It didn't look too bad. Um, we still have the purges coming up, which is or Yay! the pur- yep. Uh, Independence Day, unfortunately. Yes. yes! Every single time so I see exciting. that fucking trailer, I get douche chills. I just. Oh, oh. that's gonna be awesome. Oh, I can't. Uh, yeah. Uh. Trying to think if there was anything else. Uh, we haven't decided what the next movie will be, so no. we gotta decide on that because we've been kind of promoting like we have. I like. I just we've done bad movies recently so i kind of want to do a good one but i don't know what to do right now so we gotta think okay so what we currently have in front of us isn't any of those at least anything i've suggested you're like no yeah and then anything on hbo is gonna be a bad movie too so that's what i'm worried about maybe we'll just do the purges i don't know we may we'll do the purges yeah but is that too early i feel like we should do that later because they're coming out well it's already it's already June, June something, and <laughs> it comes out July 1st. Right. So, I mean, look, we could always do Independence Day. We could <gasps> always do Independence Day because Independence Day 2 comes out the 20th. <laughs> oh, my God. People, people's ears are going to be <laughs> fucked. 
Oh, uh, so I'm not on my normal computer. He's getting to enjoy all this epicness, which is why the sound's going in and out, because I have to do this on my iPad right now. So I yes. do apologize, but then you get to but hear what's, all my... <laughs> well, what's nice is no cutting out, though. So that's, no. a, that's at least a good thing. Yeah, like the connection's been very good. Which is interesting, because this one's Wi-Fi and the computer was hardwired. Yeah, uh, you got to work on that shit. I, don't I need a you. new computer. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Uh, right. But yeah, I just... Uh, Oh, I did want to tell people, so I was on the plane in Ireland, and I was trying to find a movie to watch, and I tried watching Hunger Games, the second part two, the part two or whatever, and I just couldn't do it. And then I tried watching Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Zombies! I couldn't make it through 10 minutes of the movie. Oh! Yeah. I, I don't know if we'll ever be able to do that one. I don't, I don't know. I would like to do a zombie movie at some point, but they're really... I don't know. That's why I was... What was that crappy romantic one that just came out like last year? Didn't we the talk uh, story. like warm something or like warm, warm blooded or something? Something like that. Something stupid. Uh, we can do that because I did watch that. I did watch that on a plane. <laughs> I watched course. it on a plane. Of course. Yeah, I watched it on a plane. Yeah, we'll figure something out. We'll figure something right. out. But uh, Kelly, is there any other movie news you can think about? Uh, it's all remakes and reboots and shit anyways. Yeah, uh, I didn't see anything trailer wise where I was like, because I didn't get the, because I, I didn't see, I didn't get the Assassin's Creed one. I pretty much got all the ones that we've already I talked mean, about. Yeah, yeah. The, oh, there was one weird one uh, with Mark Wahlberg, where it's a based on a true story, and they were drilling for oil or dinosaur bones or something out in the ocean. It's one of those rigs, and it explodes, and he has to save people. So it's one of those like tight space, ca- claustrophobic, need to save whoever we can save and get rescued movies. The one of those. I'm not a huge fan. It's based on a true story. I hope everyone did well. You know, but Wait, the big buzz right now. Have you heard anything about Lobster? What? Okay, good. So uh, this, this I thought I, that was like a lead into a joke or something. No, like the movie's called Lobster, and I, the idea behind it, and I can't remember who's in it, is that. Um, you have to couple up during this like coupling ceremony. And if you don't, you have to be turned into an animal, but you have to tell them beforehand what you want to be turned into. I heard about something like that. (laughs) And I can't remember who the actor is. I want to say it's like Colin Farrell or Colin Firth. So it's like, I want to be a lobster. Is it original then? I think it is. Oh, okay. I like original ideas. That's a first. Okay. All right. Hey. So it's one of those. I'm intrigued by what this could be because it's kind of sci-fi and the fact that they have to go to like this like bad couples retreat and you have to hook up and if yeah. you don't. Huh. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see about that. I, <laughs> I don't know. We'll figure something out. It's just right. we, we've been lined up. You know, we had we had while I was on vacation, we did the Goosebumps one and we did Fifth Wave, did all that stuff. By the way, I'm Green like, slugs. I was almost done with the second Fifth Wave book and I left it on the plane. <laughs> I know, which means I have to buy it. Oh. oh no! I have like eighty pages left, like not even maybe. Uh, oh. And then the third book came out too, so I gotta finish yep. it. I gotta finish, but let me tell you, the second book is brutal. Did I don't know how, better. I, no, well, no, it's not that I like it better. It's just that no, no, I, no it hasn't gotten. Better oh, it hasn't got. Well, the first, the first book I said was pretty brutal. The second book is worse. I have no idea how they're gonna tone it down the way they did the first one like I, I don't know what they're gonna do because it's just they rig children up as bombs like i don't like seriously i don't know how they're gonna do this wow yeah it's damn it i have to read these now Look well come on come on let's not go crazy <laughs> just <laughs> oh yeah like they actually i don't know it's just 
it's it can be and it's also staged in like one room for most of the book so i don't know how they're gonna make this into a movie low uh, budget uh, yeah i mean i guess so but uh yeah the, one sound stage sweet yeah we'll see how that goes but yeah i guess i gotta get the two books and i gotta finish reading that uh but yeah i think that's fine so kelly uh what do you got for plugs oh uh instagram at nerdy girl ivy and of course on facebook nerdy girl ivy there you go and uh plugs for this you're listening to us somehow uh i want to again please if you can uh rate subscribe share with your friends leave a you know leave a rating preferably five stars like i said the higher we get with this the more people that listen the more content we can do uh you know we do a lot of content already but we can even do more we are working on a lot of stuff to make this even more legitimate than it already is (laughs) yeah i know uh so you can you know hopefully you know subscribe on itunes stitcher um you can listen on google play music you can listen on the website too but the best way to do it is if you subscribe somewhere then we actually know you know how many we can that get you're listening yeah we can get a relatively like actual count of things and then uh share us with your friends uh leave those reviews if you can but yeah you can listen on any of the podcasting apps as well uh you can listen on the website you can interact with us on twitter at Ian Hates Podcast, uh, on Instagram, at Ian Hates Podcast, on Facebook, uh, dot com slash Ian Hates. You can email us, Ian Hates at gmail.com. You can also leave a message on the website, www.ianhates.com. You can go there and see all the nice little scrolly pictures of all the things we do. I also do a music podcast, so it's called Ian Hates Music. And we do band interviews as well as reviews of albums and whatnot. It's all in the rock genre. So rock, metal, screamo, metalcore, post-hardcore, all of that kind of stuff. So nothing you're going to Heavy mahogany. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, Fluid Balsa is one of the ones, too. Wow. I don't know. Yeah, I tried. I tried Throat singing. Great. Yeah. Well, yeah, well <laughs> and also from the heart, Kelly. From yes. the heart. Well, that's how you can tell it's pure. Yes. We, so we do band interviews. We do all that stuff. So you can find that in all the same places as Ian Hates Movies. Um, but we do have – the more people that listen, the more people that are shared around here, um, the more content you're going to get because we are seriously working on a lot of stuff. We have merchandise coming soon. Yay! We have a lot of stuff that that is coming merchandise. out. Merchandise. We're going to do some cardboard cutouts. Yeah preferably topless they're gonna be signed it's gonna go towards the kickstarter it's gonna be a lot of good stuff it's gonna be a lot yeah this is a lot of good stuff <laughs> like any of that's <laughs> happening uh, the merchandise is happening all that other know. stuff you donate 500 bucks we see what we can get you to do yeah because we're also we'll open up the whole paying for whatever movie you want us to torture us with yes uh, or if you want us to talk about your favorite movie all Which that we'll stuff. probably will hate too, so that's Yeah, it, it happens. <laughs> it happens. But it's about time for us to do a movie that we like because we do do movies we like. There are plenty of them on the on the site that we have done that we like. You don't think so, Kelly? I think so. Oh, I think I like more shit than you do, but I don't know. If we're... <laughs> yeah, recently it hasn't been. <laughs> We've been on a string of... Well, I don't know. We like Goosebumps. Wasn't horrible. Yeah, yeah, we like Goosebumps. <laughs> and that was a surprise. I'm sure people didn't expect us to like Goosebumps. Yeah, no. We did. Jack Black. Yeah, especially, yeah. Especially since he just signed on for Jumanji as well. And I'm just like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll figure something out. But I did. Oh, one thing I did forget was that new um, 
Adam Sandberg movie, the pop star don't stop pop oh. starring or whatever. Um, no, no, it has like an eighty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I know. Yeah, that might be a Redbox movie. We might have to check it out. Uh, oh, yeah, we God. might have to. I, I'm just saying. I mean, it, it's it's almost. They were saying like it's not Spinal Tap, but it's like the new Spinal Tap. No, that's what. Yeah, they were saying like for a a fake band new school documentary type film thing it's it's not spinal tap believe me they didn't go that far but they said for that genre of what this can do for this for this generation's quote-unquote music that's what this movie does so hey i mean it might be worth it because i I don't have anything against andy sandberg i i don't like him when he's with um adam sandler i don't like when yeah. yeah i don't like when anyone is with adam sandler right uh but yeah in general that might be something we want to look into in the future. I'm not going to go to the theater to see it. But no. Redbox or something, maybe. Maybe it comes to Netflix, something like that. But yeah, I think that's I think that's all the plugs and everything. So yeah, hopefully you guys continue listening. Uh, let us know your feedback, hating or loving. It doesn't matter to me. Just let me know. Right. Uh, yeah, that's what we enjoy. Uh, so yeah, so we've been getting some positive stuff, but why would I say that here? It's better to talk about the negatives anyways so sure uh so yeah i think uh kelly you got any final words for everyone um to torture ian some more <laughs> obviously we're doing independence day which is going to be awesome but to make up for it we will be doing uh purge election year and then after that july 22nd um live long and prosper's coming out looks awful oh yes it will it looks so bad and I- um a lip sync battle it will be uh, uh a horror against uh spock just so like just as, as a as how is that a thing up. how is lip how, how sync battle a thing i don't know how did we go from uh uh air guitar and shit and also karaoke by the way any of those singing competitions are all just live karaoke yeah. we went from that to now you're not even singing you're just moving your lips to a song I mean, have you never been to like a drag show? That's some epic competition, and that's just slip syncing. No, I, to be no, I have not actually <laughs> been to a drag show. Should we do that for a review for Ian Hates? Absolutely. <laughs> Sounds good. I'm sure we there are plenty race. of them. Yeah, I'm yes. Sure, I'm sure we can. We do uh, Tu Wong Fu from Love from whatever the fuck the name of that movie yeah. is. Wasn't that? Yes. Something? Yeah. <gasps> oh yes. Anyways, <laughs> all right. So, uh, final were right, those yeah, your final words? Wrap it up. Um, live long and prosper. Oh, jeez. All <laughs> right. Well, I will leave you the way I always do. All right. Oh. I've never felt this much power before. <laughs> You're right. welcome. Oh, my goodness. I will leave you the way I always do. Long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone. Bye.